real fun uh, recently, and if you go up in the kitchen, you'll see it, is she has started playing with the knobs on the stove. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's a, a good time. That's a really good time. And and here's a fun thing. So most stoves, I guess, have like four or five knobs on them. So when you go to Target to buy the childproofing knob things, which are terrible, by the way, um, but really they're as good as they can be. Um, it's the most annoying thing to cook around. Yeah, though. yeah, they're they're terrible, but it's better than the alternative. But of course, so they sell them in packs of five for like eleven dollars. Do you want to guess how many knobs we have on our stove, Alex? Six. How did you guess? <laughs> well, I knew it was going to be more. <laughs> Six. Of course. Of course. And that and that extra eleven dollars—it's eating away at your soul, isn't it? Well, the other knob is a little broken, so we've taken it just completely out for now. So it looks a little janky. So there's some. Well, it needs to be fixed soon because I don't know how long I'm going to be able to tolerate that. <laughs> but um, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's a little fucked. So it's just and it renders that center burner like unusable. Stoves need a child lock. Like there should be a button you could press, like a kill switch. Yeah, and nothing. They just don't work. Here's here's the problem with that, is that when you start doing childproofing stuff or like any kind of like anything to like increase safety, you're opening yourself up to liability if it fails. Well, there's that, but people can make money off of it, so that's not the real big problem. The real problem is that in 2023, anytime you do anything like that, there's immediately going to be a computer behind it. It's going to have smart features. It'll alert your phone if your child was going to touch it. So now it costs hundreds of dollars, relies on services that will probably be shut down, you know, in five years because the business really actually isn't sustainable. And you'll have dumped tons of money into something that's useless or just you'll have dumped way too much money into something that is sustainable. Yeah. For something that you're going to use for a couple of years until your kid is old enough to, you know, in theory, not burn, burn you themselves. down we'll by have accident. A, have a healthy fear of the uh, of the stove. Right. See, what I want, and, and I know you for all the reasons you just explained, this will never happen. I just want something simple. Like it goes on the back of the stove in a place where the child can't reach it unless they climb up on your counter. Something has gone very wrong. Climb up on your counter, hit the button, climb back down, then start playing with the knobs. You know what it would be? What would be great is like some manner of gas kill switch. That's what I mean. That's what it would be. But like off the wall or like through the or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you hit it and the stove just. Ceases well, you all know what, function. Bob? Maybe if you weren't poor, you'd be able to install something like that in your home. Maybe. Maybe don't be poor. Mm. Mm. You that is dirty, the solution. Dirty, poor person. You know, I'm actually wondering if a solution like this exists and it's just astronomically expensive or just terribly inconvenient, or if it doesn't exist because 
no one wants to go through the trouble to do it for just these few well, years. Well, because it is just, and I mean, some kids are fucking around with the stove a lot more often than other kids are. I mean, she really didn't bother with it until recently. Well, and a lot of people don't have uh, slide-ins where the knobs are on the front. Right. You know, a lot of people have the knobs on the top and the like back. Like they're built in or something, or, or that. It's a slide-in, it's in the top back, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like my fancy S uh, stove, though. It looks so much nicer. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Bush I mean, Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, Joey Beatty Enthusiast. I'm going to keep it going for another 100 episodes. <laughs> Erica. Yo. Welcome. Candle enthusiast as well. I was regaling Alex with how I bought a bunch of candles from uh, the aptly named Cantrip Candles. So this is this is an interesting thing, Alex. Um we we recently got our tax return, and it, it was a dumb amount of money. Yeah, no, it was so. actually nice, unlike the last couple years, where it was like, I'm sorry, we owe how much? And so we, you know, we paid off a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, generally, anytime we get, like, uh, an un expected large windfall of money <laughs> large? Start thinking of, no no start see, thinking of ways to spend anytime it. we get any kind of money my immediate thought is what dumb thing can i buy for myself so so she came to me and said oh we need we we well we need to find you know something dumb to spend some money and you you might be shocked by this i said you know we don't have to to which i took as the massive lie that it was because let's be real, Alex. Let's be real. I had suggested a PlayStation 5, but you were like, no. So I was like, fine. So I bought myself some candles, which were significantly cheaper than a PlayStation, than a PlayStation yeah. 5. Yeah. Isn't this time the time where you get the tax return and it actually... Walk the dog! Come here! <laughs> He's like licking the shower in the bathroom. Did put him in a grave. <laughs> or just close the door. Yeah, you. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> no, I think I blew Bob's eardrums out there a little bit. I tried to move away from my microphone. I clearly failed. Though I don't think you were expecting me to yell. I think you were expecting me to cough or something. I don't know. You jumped. You jumped quite high there. Bob. Well, I, I, I heard you yell Bob the dog, and I'm like, what the hell did you pee on? Well, no, it wouldn't have been anything in my eye line. It would have been something a little bit deeper in. But no, he's taken to going. If you leave that shower open, that door open, he goes in there and he licks whatever residual moisture <laughs> is off of the floor of the shower. It's weird, Bob. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. Anyway, derailment so, of the podcast. Yeah, that's just the podcast. It's all good. So this this time where you get the tax return money, and it turns out to be a good amount of money, isn't this usually about the moment where a TV breaks? I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, Normally it, something that something, it's like, well, fuck. Something will come up and we'll suddenly need... Something. Like $6,000 for something. For something. You know, it'll be great times. <laughs> You'll be like, so much for that PS5. <laughs> Well, I mean, she brought up the PS5, and I it's think... It's not going to get used. No, it, there's no point. Not here, no. There's just no point. If I, anything, we'll, we'll uh, depend on your very generous uh, 
nature, Alex. And I yours am again very at some generous. Point. You know, Erica. It, people, I wasn't being sarcastic. People don't think I am, but I am very generous, and I appreciate you meaning that. Even if now you're probably regretting saying it. I'm not. It is funny, though, because, like, I will say something meaning it sincerely, and people will be like, wow. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I meant that sincerely. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry. I just sound like an asshole <laughs> all the time. I just sound like a bitch all the time. That's not... It's just how I sound. <laughs> now, let's get to my favorite topic. And now this might be a... Um, you might need, like, a content warning for people. Uh-oh. So... I'll give my end of it, and then you can give your two ends of it, as it were. Bob and I go to Chili's, I believe, last Friday. Well, let's just flip this out there right now. We are going to talk about being sick. And if you don't want to hear about this, I don't blame you. But it's probably going to go on for at least a half an hour. So Bob will put, or Alex, make sure you check the time codes. Bob will put them in the notes. So if you don't want to listen to this. No. No, just listen to it. Or, okay. Be disgusted. I don't edit and I don't post the show. I, I tried. That's right. Gentle listeners, I tried. No, no. Anyone who listens to this is a sick fuck. I mean, that's fair. As a starting point. That's fair. So. Right. Well. Continue. They're either, you know, friends from the party or they're runners. So. That checks. There's other people who listen. But I guess Alice is a runner. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No one's no one's sicker than runners, especially ultra runners. That's not a wrong statement, and they yeah, wouldn't say it's a wrong statement. They would agree get a lot with of you argument a thousand there. percent. They know. It's so, like us, those of us in fandom who who suffers with from the brain rot, Alex. We know that there's something wrong with us. We oh. just choose to do nothing about it. Yeah. I'd say actually of the three of us, I'm by far the sickest. I think I'm just the best at hiding it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we make fun of Bob. Bob's actually like a borderline lunatic. You could actually put me in a padded cell. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't, I genuinely don't think people realize how often I think about the fandom shit that I think about. No, like, I think they know. Maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> Certain I, people do. I think it's come across on this podcast. Okay, as long as it's coming across. That's yeah. all that matters. I just want to make sure know, it's out there. When people found out you watched The Witcher for like the 400th time, I think they kind of understood where we were at. I now, only watched that now, like five or six times. Okay. Now, <laughs> you know, when you, when you look at screen time on a phone, like, it won't tell you how much screen time you had on a specific website. <laughs> See, this is, like, funny. But I'm pretty sure you could just put the screen time of Safari and that would be... some people are like, ooh, they should do, like, you know, Spotify unwrapped for AO3. And it's like, no one needs to see that. That <laughs> is between you and whatever god you pray to. No one needs to see my AO3 history. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Violently ill. Okay. So Lay it out, Bob, Bob and I go to Chili's on uh, Friday. Friday, uh, last Friday, I believe, and we had a nice dinner. Chili's is pretty much unbeatable when it comes to a bang for buck proposition. We do yeah. need to like. I need to go with you guys like sometime. Oh, yeah. It has been a very long time since I've had. It's Chili's. good. It's good and it's cheap. Well, we that's were the thing. we were talking about it like uh, before because I I can't remember what you were doing that night but um i was over at sasses yeah but so you know and when you're gone i can't be asked to cook um 
Sure. Wait, and, That's a given. And, and Honestly, Alex, it, it's at a point now where I'm just like, okay, I have plans with so-and-so. Have you called Alex yet to let him know? <laughs> I mean, and, and, you know, 50% of it is I'm just not a very good cook, but the other 50% sure. is I just want to get out of the house because I work from home all day. Yeah, there's so. a little bit of laziness in there too, babe. Oh yeah, no, I'm the laziest. Yeah, but like you did fifty fifty. That's a hundred percent. You gotta, you gotta allocate. I'm fifty percent a poor cook. Fifty percent. I want to get out of house and fifty percent lazy. Okay. I thought you were gonna say a hundred percent lazy. You should have completed the joke there. Wah 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 wah. I'm I'm I. You know I. This is this is the true conundrum, Alex. Because I have to be the laziest person you know. No, I'm by far much lazier than you. Fair. But you run. But I run. You can't like, no. Yeah. No. This is You run like 50 Bob, miles what, every week. What you you, are, you don't get to be called what, lazy yeah, what anymore. What you are Bob is you're an enigma wrapped in a riddle. So <laughs> You also can't you can't you literally like cannot sit still for yeah. more than 15 minutes. No, that's why Bob can't play video games. Right. Anymore. He used yeah. to be able to. No, yeah, he's lost it. So, but no, you'll like sit. I'm sorry, I don't keep no, like cutting off no, the barfing story. No, it's but, fine. No, you no, like no, no, sit. No, I don't care about this. It's so good. And we'll be watching we'll something. We'll get back to it in an hour. And he'll be like, "Yeah, no, this okay, is what why, are we doing? We're gonna go somewhere Bob, like today. Today, this is why Bob can't watch subtitles. No, exactly. Uh, I was like, we Izzy was off today. There was like an institute day at school, so it was like, okay, maybe we'll go somewhere. He asked me 15 times. You guys going somewhere? You gonna go somewhere? You going somewhere? <laughs> I didn't ask 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can't we just hang out at the house? Why not just stay home? Because <laughs> he doesn't understand that. No, yeah. The, well, people truly don't understand this. And obviously, I haven't seen it like you have. But Bob truly only has two modes of operation. He's either doing nothing, and he's probably sleeping, or... He's going full bore, yep. and there's really no other. There's no in between. No, yeah, it's pretty accurate. No, me, like I allocate like four hours of my week to watch other people play D and D. Yeah, I can. I can camp. Like <laughs> okay. this is not an issue. If I did not have a child, like I could still play video games for like sixteen hours on a Saturday. Well, and just imagine, Erica, there's gonna be a day. Someday, maybe when your daughter's like 10 or something where you don't have to constantly worry that she's going to like climb onto something, fall and break her neck. So then you'll have like, you know, just video game lunacy time again one day. By then, of course, your reflexes will have degraded to nothing (laughs) and you'll be like, well, does this game have accessibility options for old people? But still, you'll be able to play it. See, I, I think anytime I sit, like, if I'm on the couch for a prolonged period of time, it's like, nah, I'm just going to fall asleep. Well, either that or you start talking. One day, Erica. I can't have that. One day, Erica. <laughs> I'm playing something or I'm watching something. You got to go away. You, you know what's going to happen <laughs> is one day you're going to be 50 and you're going to be trying to play some video game, you know, Final Fantasy 37. God willing, Alex. And God willing. And you're going to be sitting there and you're going to realize, oh, my God, my reflexes have degraded so much that they now look like a 30 year old Bob's reflexes. (laughs) (laughs) The proud tradition of shooting on Bob is alive and true (laughs) on episode 102. (laughs) 
Is it 102? I think it's 102. I don't know. That sounds Who fucking right. cares? It yeah, doesn't matter right. anymore. We'll, we'll, we'll care more when we get to 200. I was going to say, we'll start paying and attention again. And then we'll do again. the same episode that we do for every single one. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing special at all. So to come all the way back around. <laughs> chilies! And, 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 and again, let me say about chilies, because I want to be complimentary. Chili's is unbeatable. I mean, the food's good. It's not. I'm not pretending it's fucking incredible or something. It gets you where you need good. to go. I got Erica. Let me let me frame it like this. I got the chips and salsa, which is the best thing in there. It's incredible. Bob's like, I don't even like salsa, and this this salsa is still great. <laughs> it's like that's how good it is. Well, anytime you and, and chips and salsa for the table is the greatest thing ever. Oh, because you could just get more. Exactly. Like <laughs> yes, please, chips, all of um, the chips. I got chips and salsa. The bacon cheeseburger that comes with fries and a soda with the tip was $18. It's a beautiful thing. You can't beat that. that no. the, it costs more no, you to can't. get no. counter service at Five Guys. Yep. Yes. No, l- literally, for less food, it's probably $25 at Five Guys. Yeah. And you're not getting chips and salsa. No. Or table service. Nope. Like it, it's It's insane. And beforehand, like we were talking, and he's like, "Oh, what do you feel like?" I'm like, "I'm feeling like either Hooters or or Chili's, but I just can't." Chili- oh, Hooters is just so expensive. Hooters is just going to have to be relegated to special occasions. Like, oh, is it someone's birthday? You want Hooters? Okay, great. Or it's been like four months, five months. We haven't had Hooters in a while. It has been a long time. I mean, I'm trying to think about it. I haven't had Hooters in a long time, and whenever I had it last was with you guys. Yeah, I mean, I think if if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna spend the money for Hooters, though, I'm going. Do we the gotta restaurant. go there? Yeah, we gotta go there and sit down. Yeah, well, right, because it doesn't travel great. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the wings travel fine. It's it's the fries, yeah. and the fries are so good. The wings are even degraded. Because yeah, because you know you know what it is. It's because they're not sitting in a pool of grease. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. nodding yes exactly <laughs> so anyway you and guys you can't and we don't even yeah we don't even get the fries so anyways we have we have good chilies we have a nice time we leave bob texts me whatever half an hour hour later or something he's like oh when i on the way home izzy threw up i was like well that sucks and he just thought because i guess izzy has been putting her hands in her mouth or something well right? that's what i told him because he texted me Four or five times I was in the bathroom. I didn't have my phone with me, shockingly. And then called Sass, and I was like, oh, someone's dead. Great. Um, uh, uh, that she puked. And she has been. She's been like, I've had instances of her sticking her fingers so far down her throat that she starts gagging. And it's like, well, hey, don't stick your hand in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. This will be the giveaway here. Simple solutions to simple problems. So I just assumed that was what the problem was. Like, they were driving. She went a little too far back. Maybe there was a little bump. Bleh, bleh. Okay, whatever. Didn't have a fever. Nope. So we were like, okay, she must so, be fine. And, and and now from my end, this is the last I ever heard about it. Mm-hmm. And then like five days later, Bob's like, I'm dying. <laughs> so why don't you guys fill in the gap here? Well, it was just so weird because like you said, she, she didn't have a fever. Well, when she gets sick, she gets a fever. Yeah. She had just recently had RSV. And she had a really gnarly fever with that to the yep. point where we were like, you know, getting concerned until it finally fucking broke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the next morning, uh, she she drank a little bit too fast 
like too much i think yeah and she was kind of quiet she was crying so normally saturday mornings they do uh daddy daughter pancake thing and I uh, uh, sleep in, and I use quotation marks because I still wake up at like seven. Then you just, I just lay in bed for a few I hours. I fuck around on my phone for like three hours, and it's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Sometimes I fall back asleep. It depends. Isn't it amazing? Okay, I always joke around. There's certain games like a Diablo mm-hmm. where it's just a time traveling game. You start playing, and all of a sudden you look up. Holy shit! It's six hours later. This was the the playing on your phone in bed is also a time travel situation. I would agree with time that, yes. Time flies, it's wild. Yes, I would agree with that a thousand percent. Um, so I hear her crying, and I'm like, oh, okay, let me get up. So I get up, and she's kind of, yeah, she's about herself. So I pick her up, I start rubbing her back, trying to get her to calm down, and she horfs all down my back, because of course she does. Yep. Uh, very upsetting, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> she's shaking a little bit. Alex, I'm a mom, I have been... Sure, on, it doesn't pissed matter. Pissed on, like shit on. It does not matter. Yeah. It's like... It's still funny. It's whatever at this point. Like when it's not happening to you, anytime anyone else gets a bodily fluid of some kind tossed onto them, it's always Let funny. me tell you, though. You, ha- you have me beat that for sheer number of times. I've definitely been shit and puked on more times than you have. You got shit on your head, though. I did That's never happened to me before. On your... How'd you pull that off? He had her on his shoulders... And oh, she like had down a, the pants. Yeah, she had a blowout, and it got all on the oh. side of his. Head. I laughed when I saw that, and because I'm a terrible and wife. on a hat. It, and this this was a hat that Erica bought me as a present. Oh no, not the Target hat. No, <laughs> was it the Mount Rainier hat? It was a Mount Did you Rainier have to throw hat. That away? I haven't thrown it away, but I also can't bring myself to wear it again. Good forever unclean. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've washed the hell out of it. There is no way there's any problem. Oof, but there might be. <laughs> but it's like... Uh... So, she horfs. We clean up. We set her down. We're like, okay, we'll just take it easy today. Watch movie. She's fine. No fever. Eats fine throughout the day. Goes to bed. No problem. You go for your... When did you do Sunday? You were gone Sunday. Yeah, then you, you went, had a long run. Yeah, no, no, no. You went cross country skiing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I went up to Wisconsin because they actually get snow, unlike uh, the uh, uh, northern Illinois. Bob's been dying through the lack of snow, and like twice a day, he's sending me weather forecasts. He's like, "It's going to snow. Look, eight inches. They're projecting." Well, I wake I was, up today, no snow. That was hysterical. <laughs> we can talk about that later too. I was told uh, uh, my brother bought a very nice, expensive jacket for himself this year. Mm. And he's like, that's why it hasn't been cold at all, because I bought a jacket yeah. for the weather. And I heard you bought a new snowblower. Yeah. So it's snowblower, partially your fault um, as well. You know, I think I'm going to be able to resell it for maybe like a $10 loss, because it hasn't been used. So, wake up Sunday. She's a little chattier. Seems a lot better. Give her, I don't give her milk, because milk up is terrible so i gave her just water you know little light breakfast she's kind of quiet so i go over do the same thing again pick her up and patting her back horse on me again <laughs> and i'm like you know what that's that's just that's great you're so, like you know what next time i pick you up i'm just going straight to the shower yeah pretty much so uh clean it up Put her on the couch, take her temperature, no fever, call the doctor, this, that. They say it's probably that neurovirus thing that's going around. And I'm like, well, that's that's great. So there's been this stomach flu thing. Sure. Flying through everybody. So then uh, that night, uh, the aforementioned brother, who has ruined winter for everyone, 
uh, came over. Uh, I'm not thinking of this at this point. I was just like, I don't know what, what she has, but she seems she doesn't have a fever. So he comes over. Bob comes back. We're just kind of hanging out, and it was like, oh, you know what? Let's let's order food. Let's get food from Magianos because I don't feel like cooking. And uh, uh, get the food. Come back. Delicious. About halfway through, I'm eating, and I'm like, something ain't right. This isn't going to end well. <laughs> Uh, uh, I had linguine with clams also, which was... Mm, tactical, yeah. tactical error. Yeah, tactical error. Huge tactical error. So, uh, Joey leaves, uh, and then we're just kind of hanging out, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, yeah, this is this is, evening isn't going to end well. Uh, end up hugging the toilet around, like, I don't even know what fucking time it was. And it just got to a point where it just, yeah, start horfing so this is going on now meanwhile i will uh, also say i am not a puker no I do not she throw does up not. a lot i have a stomach like a cast iron fucking pot. me on the other hand bob will puke at the drop of a hat yeah no it's like, i oh, hate that was, throwing up it is the goddamn dirt worst i hate it so when she throws up i know like okay she's really sick um i also don't sick like you sick though no i sick terribly yes um but so, so she, so me, so I went. So I'm off the reservation, you're, hugging. You, I'm, I'm you, becoming yeah. intimate friends with our toilet. Well, well, done, mind you. So Alex, I, I think, right after your brother left, I went for a run, because even though I cross country skied for two hours earlier in the day. I that doesn't count towards your challenge. I hadn't run. Well, and yeah. he took a hike as well. I did take a hike afterward, but I didn't run. Sure. So I had to go run. Of course, um, that's a given. So I get back, and you know she's she's puking, and so I said to her, I said, should before I get cleaned up and go to bed, should I go to the store and get like ginger ale and some provisions. For and I'm not sick. thinking coherently. I'm like, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Don't, I don't worry about it. I don't care. I'm just probably going to post up here. We'll see if we can't get through it. And me being an idiot didn't put two and two together that, hmm, if she's got it. <laughs> and my daughter has it. My daughter has it. I might get it. <laughs> So I don't go to the store and get, you know, things that might be helpful to have. We go to bed. Erica. I did eventually come lie down, but then yeah. got up at God only knows what hour. And the, But this has happened before where you have to make the unfathomable choice. Are you sitting or are you hovering? Sure. But luckily we have a... a, a garbage pail that works for in this situation you know what you need in that situation is you need the bidet because then while you're just sitting there and things are coming out of both ends for a year you don't have to use any toilet paper mm. 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 True. good point good i mean point. just always have a bidet no the bidet is uh, unquestionably superior <laughs> do you have experience <laughs> with a bidet though no i don't have a bidet okay I wish I did. Do you have bidet experience? I do not. I've talked other people oh. into getting bidets. I have bidet experience. It's lovely. Maybe we should get a bidet. 
There's like shitty ones you can get, but they're not good. No, you got to get a good one. You got to get like a nice one. Hey, we did just get a tax refund. <laughs> we were due Here for, we go. We're due for something stupid. I've, I've done it again, Erica. <laughs> I've By done God, it again. He's done it again. Um, so yeah, the 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 unfathomable choice. But thank God we had the the garbage pail. So it was like, okay, this isn't going to be like the last time this happened. You know, five, six, seven years ago. Um. So I, I take care of that, clean up as best I can, take the garbage bag out because that can't sit. Because it just... It stinks. And again, it's it, I don't want to get too graphic. But not only does it stink, but it, there's also a, a, there's garlic to it, <laughs> which just makes you want to die. Because <laughs> I love garlic, Alex. I love it so much. I put it in everything. But this, I was like, we might be done for a while, garlic. Cause Ooh, I, I, that yeah. spicy garlic from Buffalo Wild Wings. Ooh, that's good shit, man. It is. So throw that away. I come back, lie down. I've got the chills. I'm getting all hot. Can't regulate the temperature. I do end up falling asleep. And that was the last of... Well, and then you get both, right? Where you're hot, oh but you're God. also cold. Like shivering. And there's no solution. Uncontrollably. There's nothing you can do. You're just fucked you're just miserable so yeah i didn't bother taking anything because i was like if i throw up again i'm just gonna horf it up so what's the point so let's just drink a little water throw up again try to fall back asleep and we'll, we'll deal with this in the a.m meanwhile <laughs> about two o'clock in the morning now keep in mind you know this is now Monday morning, so theoretically <laughs> you're supposed to be working. In I'm like supposed five to be working. In five, yeah. So 2 a.m. I wake up and I really got a shit, and then it's like, and I get to like get to the toilet just in time kind of situation, and of course it's that sick. It's runny. Yeah. It's liquid. You're sick. You're, it's it's bad, yeah. Ghost. There's no logs, no. So, but it's just that though. So it's just okay, fine. <laughs> Eric, Shotgun blast. Erica, Erica's <laughs> Erica's trying to like find ways to talk about things. I'm like, no, it's there's no logs. No. So it's like a waterfall. I go. I go Unfortunate is what it unload, is. Unload, clean up, go no back bidet. to bed. No, no bidet. bidet. No bidet. Go back to bed. Yet. <laughs> 3 a.m. This time, it is not just shit. And I get up. I feel it coming. I know. Make the unfathomable choice. I know it's coming both ends. So I rush to not thinking of the garbage can like Eric did. And I had left it out. You did well. Yeah, I left the insert out yep. because I was like, "This may happen again." So I let's saw just it be later. Prepared. I saw it later. But so I run to the kitchen, grab a bowl. Not a just a bowl. He grabs like a popcorn bowl, like the bowl <laughs> oh, we put popcorn. That's in. gotta go. No, that's gotta go, man. Hey, just, I walked never, in there and I'm like, you're "Never getting that clean again." It's forever and clean. Yeah, that's put that in the garbage. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's, you know, I for some reason. Like, I'm perfectly okay cleaning vomit out of something and using it again later, but shit, no. I don't know why. Anyways. I will also point out that I had spent a good amount of time cleaning the fucking bathroom that weekend. 
And then, of course, of course, this happens. Yeah. I was furious. No, it, yeah. So, so I grabbed the bowl, and then I'm sitting on the toilet, <laughs> and exactly what happened, what I knew was going to happen, happened, both at the same time. And Which is the worst sensation. It's so bizarre. It's terrible. It's awful. And what, 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 what was just so bizarre is you're sitting there holding the bowl. You see it's like half full. And it's so warm, and it's just unsettling. And so you do, you know, and, and you like normal, like you go to, and you stop, and you usually feel better for a while. Clean up, go back to bed. This would happen like three or four more times for the rest of the night. And the problem is, is once you're in this spot. You have no choice because you have to drink something because otherwise you're going to get so dehydrated from all the fucking liquid leaving Mm -hmm. your body. But the moment you drink anything, your body goes, hey, fuck you. (laughs) And it comes right back up. How dare you? But you you have to keep drinking. Otherwise, you're going to end up in the fucking hospital. Well, and this is this is where I really got stuck in a in that vicious loop. And. I, I, and I know this, like, I know that. And so, and I know not to drink too much. So I was trying to take like little sips, little sips, like every five minutes or so, just enough to try and get some water down. But even that was causing me to vomit again. So it was just like, like at a certain point, I was just like, I know I'm going to get dehydrated, but if I put anything else in You're my just body keep um, yeah and that's gonna be it was terrible because then you get the dry heaves or in the bile and it's just horrible it, 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 and it was just genuinely absolutely uh awful so we both wake up on monday whenever i didn't realize because once i fell asleep after that last uh event for me i was out but well, that's I, pretty fortunate Usually when I... you would think you would keep throwing up. That's what one would think. But I just did it the twice, and then I was was fine. But I didn't eat anything on Monday, because I had like 102 fever when I woke up. And I was just like, he had one too. Uh, Took some Tylenol. Izzy actually slept pretty late that day. But she wakes up, and she's like... I'm great. I'm three, and I feel amazing. What are we doing? (laughs) So we just like went downstairs. Oh, and then there was a tornado warning. Yeah, that was fucking hysterical because I you was were in the bathroom. I was puking in the bathroom in the in the uh the entire the whole getup of on the toilet and the bowl in hand. And I was just kind of like, "Well, I got the baby. I'm sorry, man." <laughs> I, there, there was not. I, I couldn't move. i was like, the sirens going. I was almost like, maybe move yourself downstairs. And I was like, "What? It's probably." Bob's sitting on the toilet, and he's like, "I hope this funnel opens right on the goddamn house. <laughs> End it now." It was actually pretty close. I guess it was. I heard. Yeah, Bob told me. It was by uh, the high school just down the road from us. But yeah, it wasn't a big uh, one or anything. But Yeah, that's like, for, for people to know, that's like five minutes from us. So yeah. actually, a tornado did touch down fairly close. Yeah. It wasn't a lot of destruction. I think just a little bit of um, uh, some trees got uh, uprooted, but nothing like massive. Um. So yeah, we like shit the whole day, and then like around I don't know nine o'clock, ten o'clock in the morning, I look at him and I'm like, he's just I'm like, go upstairs and just fucking go to sleep. 
Like, just go to bed. Like, there's no reason for both of us to be sitting down here with her. Yeah. When we could be taking turns. So just. Yeah, that makes sense. Go to sleep. I'll be down here with her. She can play. We'll have the TV. I don't. Not crazy about having the TV on all day, but. It's you're in we're sick. It situation. is what it is. Whatever. Yeah. So and I'm on the couch and I'm trying to stay awake and about two thirty hits and I go upstairs and I'm like, I gotta tag the fuck out, man. I'm sorry. Like I I gotta go to bed. I gotta sleep for a while here. I'm dying. Um. So yeah, finally fall asleep for a couple hours. Woke up still feeling shitty, but I was like, okay, my stomach's been okay. I had a couple crackers, I had like a piece of bread. I managed to keep that down, and I was like, all right, I think Erica's okay. <laughs> I've still got the shakes, I've still got a fever. That hasn't broken yet, but let's give it the night, take some Tylenol, drink some sure. water. We'll see. Tuesday morning, I was basically fine. Yeah, you had, what, like a little headache? and Yeah, I felt I was a little dehydrated, I had a little bit of a headache, but for the most part, I was fine. Bob was still dying. I was, yeah, well, like, remember, like, what, I did not, the only calories I ingested all day Monday was maybe 12 ounces worth of Gatorade, and assuming I didn't just vomit that all up, I had more than 12 ounces of Gatorade, but most of it came back, and... I, I did not, I was just not able to keep down any fluids at all, all day. So by the time I got to Tuesday morning, I was still wickedly dehydrated and in just really, really rough shape. Um, and by Tuesday morning, I had gotten the headache and headaches always the dehydration de- headache is the fucking yeah worst. so you know thank goodness that she was feeling better because i just was completely unfunctional like i i i, I even looked at it like because monday morning and I, I knew i was fucked like i emailed in the work and i said i am so fucking i, I i'm i'm out i i tried to email in on tuesday morning I ex I, I actually just emailed myself. <laughs> like so, I I was like, ah oh, fuck, <laughs> like I was like so, and I don't fuck around with work. Like sure, I I can usually at least get my shit together for for five ten minutes to send that notice, get it out clear Tuesday morning. I was just mentally completely gone. I and and uh, it, well, it was funny because it came in and I'm like, "Uh, so you're you're taking the day?" He's like, "Oh, at least the morning." And I looked at him and I'm like, "You're taking the day." Because I well, come it, home, I took her to yeah. school. I kind of did some running around because we then heard there was supposed to be this big snowstorm later that week. So I was like, "All right, let me get my shopping done. I can do some running around. He can just be home sleeping. It'll be fine." I come home, he's still out. I'm like, I hope you let him work now. But, and then, yeah, you slept most of the night, too. Yeah, I mean, I was just so, I was, everything I had, I'd put into those couple hours that I was hanging out with Izzy while you were sleeping on Monday, and I was spent. That just, I was gone. You know, fortunately, by 
Tuesday morning, the puking had stopped. Um, and I was a and Tuesday afternoon, I think I was finally able to. You were up a little bit, but you went to bed pretty early Tuesday night. Yeah, but I was finally. I think I was finally able to like eat a little bit. Yeah, you had a little like something. I don't remember. We what, got those but... Pedialyte um, ice pops. Ugh, those are so fucking gross. I actually kind of like them. Ugh. Um, Alex, I got this aftertaste. Because you're like, ooh, it's going to be like one of those like icy pops, those great fucking things. Then you get in there and it's like, this is this is worse than vomiting. See, that's my problem with stuff like Diet Coke is when you're actually drinking it, it's not like it's that bad or anything, but it's the aftertaste that's disgusting. That's what I don't like I think about Diet, Diet Coke does. I feel like they've gotten, Coke Zero does a good job with, it still has a bit of an aftertaste, but not like Diet Coke does. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. In my humble long, opinion. I haven't had it in a long time, so I can't say. So, yeah. What is it? Two, and, and, and mind you, like, I'm losing my mind because this was just a terrible week to get sick for work. Yeah. You know, I, it, um, it, it just, there's just so much going on. And you know, there's nothing you can do. You, you can't control you sick, when you, you get, get sick. sick, right? You know, just with it was just awful. And you and you don't want to look like a schmuck or like. It's why I was actually kind of glad I was out two days because you don't want to just look like the guy who was like, "Oh, we just wanted a long weekend." Right. Right. You know, no, it's like no, I was actually dying. Dying. Yeah. Yeah. It it was it was. This was probably those. That's got a. I was telling her earlier that those two days definitely team photo for worst like 48 hours of my life. <laughs> like, well, Let me tell you something. I texted Bob because obviously I don't know how sick Bob really is. Right. I mean, obviously I know he's sick, but Bob, as we've already said, is a bad sick person. So I don't really know, like, is it like he's being dramatic or is he actually dying? You know, I don't know, like, where we're at on the scale, right? So I text Bob and I'm like, so you still running? Because I know he's doing that whole, you were doing <laughs> that whole challenge thing where you need to do, like, all these things every single day, right? And when he texted me that he wasn't running. That you knew. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to visit Bob in the <laughs> hospital. Bob's going to die. <laughs> Because if Bob's not running, Erica... You didn't ask to go to the hospital, though. There's definitely been times... I'm a horrible person where he's been like, I have to go. Like We have to go to the emergency room. I'm like, you're fucking fine. Shut up. I will never forget that in the old house. I, you had like a stomach ache or something. <laughs> stomach ache. <laughs> you were like... I had a stomach virus. I was sick. I felt terrible. <laughs> you, you have a stomach ache. He had some Suck bad, it up. He had some bad gas. He really wanted to go to the hospital. And I was like, absolutely not. He You're didn't fine. bend over too far in the shower, did he? No, 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 no. That's only happened once. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But he's feeling my much knee. better now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, not fun. But no, I was provisioning up because uh, they said on today actually they were like, "Oh my god, we're supposed to get twenty feet of snow. It's gonna be terrible. This, this, and that." I don't even think it's rained today. 
So it was like, and right. then Bob sent me some other thing today. Oh, now the snow's coming tomorrow. No. No. Let's be hold no on. Snow. Hold on. We're gonna we're gonna have snow talk. There'll be no snow. But let's let's put a bow on this. Um, I did. Here here's how sick I was. Like, I wasn't even sitting there thinking about how I could finagle getting a mile in. Like, I was just like, I had just written it off. No, I was doing the uh, going back every few hours checks just to be, after like how we did that Christmas in July race, how the next day he was just out. So I was going in the back with like a knife and just like making sure that he was still breathing, you know? What, I'm surprised, Erica, he wasn't like, here, take my watch, go run a mile. I would have laughed in his fucking face. <laughs> go. Like, they'll know it's not you. It's going to take me 25 minutes. <laughs> no, that's okay, because he's sick. Ah, uh, okay. Guys, it took me forever. I was half dead, I will. I, I will say, I, I mean, I, th- like, there, there, was, there was no, like, me trying to trick my way into it or anything, because I, like... No, I know. You couldn't do I that. I couldn't do that, but... I was really pissed because I was on day 91 of my mile run streak. Now, did you miss two days running? Because you said you were really sick for two days. I actually took ended up taking three days off. Um, wow. Yeah, you went last night, right? Yeah, I did. I went back out last night. Yeah. yeah. And I walked... I walked, walked Wednesday, Wednesday I walked night. on Wednesday night. Because Wednesday was really nice. Yeah. I took her to school and I ended up going for a nice hike. And then I... But, came and grabbed her but yeah no i i i yeah i took off one when i i pondered i did ponder for like a moment on tuesday trying to go walk to my because for so there were two there's two separate things there was the mile run streak so there's this thing um i, I can't remember if it's called run streakers international or something else but there, there is. That sounds so dirty. It is. Um, there's like, there's this, there's this like nonprofit organization that like has a set of rules for what a run streak is, and uh, the the long and the short of it is, you have to run a continuous mile every day. Um, no stopping, no walking. It has to be a run. And there are there are people who are in it, like. Not many, but like I think there's like one guy like forty thousand days or something like that. Um, That's your dream, right there. No, no, because I think at that point, like the streak consumes you, and then it becomes like <laughs> it's all it's all or knowing. not forty thousand days. Um, that's way too long, I think. But like four, like forty years, fifty years. Um, yeah, forty thousand days would be like. It's like a couple, it's like 150 years. I don't know. Anyways, but. You don't know. I don't know. I can't do math in my head. But like 40, so these, these so, you know, and, and run streaking is like, people do it. I, I, I never set out to do it, like specifically, but when I was trying to get my mileage. Other for, than that time at the football game. Yes. Well, we don't talk about that, okay? No, that's about that. Yeah. Um. You know, when I said when I was trying Straight to look, to your heart's content, no shit out, no skin off my ass. When I was trying to get my twenty two thousand twenty three miles in twenty twenty or two thousand twenty two miles in twenty twenty two, right in December, like I was behind in 
in in order to to hit it like i was i was gonna have to run every day so i ended up streaking through december and then through january and then by the time i got into february i was like i mean i don't it wasn't like something i saw myself doing forever because i never wanted the streak to like i never wanted to like make I never wanted to get to a position where I might actually consider like doing something risky because I've got this run streak and I can't let it die. Um, but I was like, um, it'd be real. It'd be kind of cool if I could get to a hundred days. That would be neat. Um, and the universe was like, fuck you. How about you go fuck yourself? Yeah. So that, so that was one thing. The other thing that I was doing, um, was this daily challenge with folks, on the uh, 10 junk miles slack which is uh, what it was is every day you have to intentionally cover two miles on foot which basically means you have to go out for specifically an exercise not like i'm a mailman i walked like 40 miles today no no no. it's got to be a separate like two miles solely for the purpose of exercise um and but it doesn't have to be a run it can be a walk um, there's, then it was, uh, 50 squats, 50 mountain climbers and a two minute wall sit. So, and you get one buyback in. So it was like, I think it was, you could put 10 bucks up front. Everyone put up 10 bucks. Um, winner takes all and you can buy back in one time. So when I missed on Monday, I could have bought back in and got back into it on Tuesday. But you were in no shape to be doing anything on Tuesday. I I couldn't have done it. I and I, you know, if you would try to do mountain climbers on Tuesday, you would have ended up yartsing again. I don't know that I would have ended up yartsing, but I I just wouldn't have been Hard able to disagree. I wouldn't have been able to do it. I was too weak. I hadn't had, I hadn't had much of any calorie. You have a word for everything. She Me? does. Oh, Yartzine. Yeah. Yeah. Yartzine. Yeah. Where did that even come from? I don't fucking know. Picked it up somewhere. It's like Nash. I say Nash all the time now. I don't know where that fucking uh, yeah, came from. Yeah, this is everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Izzy's gonna like tell people, hey, do you want a Nash? And they're gonna look at her like, what the fuck? Okay, if you say Nash to people, people know what a Nash is. No, they don't. Dear listeners, <laughs> no, do don't. you know what do, before you got context in the last few seconds, <laughs> did you know what Nash meant? I'm genuinely curious because I do think people know it's not something that I made up. I'm gonna pull the slack. Off what tonight. you just said, I'm not even sure they know what Nash is, even with that context. <laughs> No, like, please let us know. I'm I'm genuinely curious. What else is there? What are some other Erica-isms? <sighs> Team photo is an Erica-ism. Yeah, that's a, that's a dad-ism. I got that from my father. Okay. Still a you-ism. Yeah, fair. Um, what else? Carrying on the legacy. <laughs> Proud legacy. <laughs> There's more. I'll think of them. Um, so, yeah. So... So you could have bought back in once, but you were too sick, so you were fucked, right? Yeah, no, I was out. And I was so mad because it was down to me and um, one of my friends on the Slack, Kevin Jordan, and he, he, you know, it was just the two of us left um, in this. And we're both running the same race in July, and we we were kind of excited to, like, kind of carry it forward all the way until then. 
Um, when you let him down. Well, <laughs> what I what I told him. What no, I, it's even worse, Erica. He let himself down. Oh. Wow. Um, what I what I told him on the Slack though was, you know, at least this time, I flunked out because, um, you know, something was <laughs> you were wrong. Sick, and not that you forgot. Not that I just forgot, but <laughs> like last time. <laughs> Um, Which so. seems insane to me so, t- to be doing something on a daily basis. And then one day, oh yeah. Now I here's, forgot. The, here's the question for me because Bob's had a tough winter, a lot of sickness. Feel like this is like the third one, right? At least you've been oh. sick of quite a few times. You had a right? cough. You had a gnarly cough going there for a while. Well, there was the 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 sick I got right before Tunnel Hill. Sure. There was. You had a cough, kind of. You, you. Yeah. There's been a lingering hack. Yeah. Would hack be one? Would you call hack one? No. No. Aggressively no. fine is one, but I don't think I say that on this podcast very often. Oh. And then I did come up with during D and D. Yes. But Bob, as you as you've you know made apparent, Bob's not the greatest sick person. <laughs> Might be slightly prone to exaggeration on just how sick he really is. I don't know that it's exaggeration. I think it's just. But because how... you, I was gonna say you don't handle discomfort well, but that's not true. You run a stupid amount of miles. Here's I was thinking about this the other day. Um, because I I was thinking about on Tuesday, or or on Wednesday. So I went back to work on Wednesday mm-hmm. and in the morning on Wednesday, I still did not feel great. Great. Um, fortunately by Wednesday afternoon, well, once you would eat, once something. I was able to eat stuff, the, 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 the word that I kept using was, I just felt so weak. Like I couldn't, I could barely move. Um, and I was thinking about this a little bit, just in context of stuff that I have learned over the last year, I wonder how much of how because how bad I deal with being sick has to do with my thyroid problem. Because it is an autoimmune disease, so when my body is fighting off being sick... My immune system is in overdrive, which means it's attacking my thyroid more than normal, which pulls energy from other things. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, no, Bob, man flu is just a thing. Yeah, because it is. You know, you know what I was going to say? <laughs> Is we're just trying to sit here talking about people shitting and fucking throwing up at the same time. And now you got to make it serious. So now it's like I've been making fun of a person with a disease. So thank you. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> can That's I just, great. Can I just That's out fucking there? classless. He, he takes a pill and he's, he's fine. As long as he takes his pill. You're good, you're good, I didn't fine. take my pill because. I'm saying it's not like you're you're dying of incurable cancer. No. You have a manageable thing that you take it. a pill for every morning. I got it. You know you know what you need, Erica? You need more Erica-isms to just describe Bob's being. <laughs> and if you loved him more, maybe you'd have some already. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But you failed as a wife. I know. 
almost as a ridiculer almost daily really <laughs> that's true because man flu is not man flu is just something that's that sure. is known and passed from sure. partner to partner to partner and we all just know it the, the thing is for me i get sick so infrequently and i really almost never get like the type of sick you guys just had i mean the last time I really got sick, it was basically what you've had, but that was like at least 10 years ago where I was throwing up diarrhea for a two day period, couldn't stop, can't cold, hot, can't I can get, tell you exactly the last time I had it. I was, we were supposed to go see The Last Jedi at a midnight show. And oh, out there. I got violently ill and we couldn't go. So whenever that came out was the last time this happened to me. That's how I mean. It's so, yeah, it sounds like you're you pretty rarely get sick as well. And well, I, and the other thing is when I do get sick, it's just like eh, I'm sick. What are you going to do? Be miserable I mean, <laughs> and let the world know about it. Well, and it was always too when I was a kid. It was like, oh, you're, you're sick. You're fine. Shut up. You're fine. Go to well, school. that was how it will always be, too. <laughs> when I was sick, it was like, yeah, just go to school. Are you You're bleeding fine. out your eyes? No? Let's okay, take no. your temperature. My sister would get sick. It was like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> what can we get you? Would you like the gold boat you were really hoping for? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Here's how I know I was really sick. Now You'll notice I was a lot nicer this time, too, because I knew you were really sick. Yeah. <laughs> I just let him sleep. <laughs> Um, I, now, like, you could say, oh, okay, you didn't run, but, you know, when you're sick, you shouldn't run. That's not a big deal. There was about 36 hours. I did not, like, pick up my phone at all or, like, look at Slack. Well, that's how I knew, because, like, the one night, I don't remember when it was. I ended up staying up a little later on Monday, because I was finally feeling a little, I still had, like, the the shakes and all that and the chills. You had left your phone charging in the kitchen. And I was like I'm just I'm just wondering then after three days and you're still feeling bad, do you then start to wonder, okay, am I actually still sick or is this just withdrawal? Well, I did I did think about the headache on Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, because I hadn't had coffee or any caffeine. Oh, that was definitely part of it. Though. You know, so that and and I, I get that. I get that viciously. Did you use this as an opportunity to wean yourself off caffeine? Absolutely not. Fuck not. What did I have? Two pots today? Like, come on. <laughs> you know, maybe you wouldn't need the caffeine, Bob, if you stopped taking it. Alex, uh, if you ever try and take my caffeine away from me, I will fucking bury you. <laughs> No, we just need to Don't out. make promises you can't keep. <laughs> Which was funny because when we went to see my parents in Florida, they were like, oh, we have coffee. And I was like, oh, thank God. They're like, it's decaf. And I was like, I'm going to murder everyone that doesn't in their count. sleep. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I have to go to the store. So there was definitely a few days where I was like, and I didn't even think of it until now, I did have a headache. And I'm like, that's exactly why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a miserable couple of days. You know what was weird is I was on like a Coke binge for like a two-year period. Like every day I had to have like a can of Coke. But That's when how I, you lost the weight. I didn't really lose that. I don't think that has anything to do with it. But when I stopped drinking Coke, I didn't – I was expecting like a – Oh, was it regular Coke? Yeah. Yeah, if you stopped no, drinking no, a no, can no, of I Coke was, every I, day, yeah, you would – 
I was a expecting weight. a. I was expecting like some sort of caffeine withdrawal headache. Never happened. Really? Yeah. That's nice. I was trying to make a Alex as a coke fiend, and that's why he lost weight. Comment, and it didn't work. Evidently, no, not at all. Okay, I failed. I think the coke was probably legitimately responsible for maybe ten pounds. It, it wasn't. It wasn't as much as I thought. Well. It, so I was listening to a podcast. Um, this is a couple months ago now. Um, and shocker, it was a running podcast. <gasps> was not ten junk miles. Why are you straying? Anyway, from your dark mystery. They were talking about. Um, they were talking about uh, the, you know, research being done into, um, like how much, how long you can maintain a caloric deficit and how much your body can adapt to a caloric deficit. And so what what the researcher brought out that, or the way he said this was really interesting, like, because he's like, you know, obesity doesn't just happen, doesn't, you don't just gain 20 pounds overnight. Like, you gain a few pounds every year. And when you think about it, you know, all that is is an extra couple hundred calories a day. That's but you're justifying it, Bob. Fat people are morally wrong. Didn't you know that? Well, yeah. And should be ridiculed and just Absolutely. derided and not included 100%. in society. I agree. Fuck them. Fucking fat people. I know. They're the Worthless worst. fucks. Ruining everything. Ruining. It, it's, they're Ruined almost it. as bad as the liberals and the millennials. And if you're a liberal, millennial, fat person, you should just kill yourself. Mm. I'll be right back. So, you know, it's it's interesting to, to think about it in that perspective because that's the thing. If you, if you drink a can of Coke every day, one can of full-fat Coke, uh, that's going, you know, and you were otherwise. That's the difference. That's the difference. Well, and I th- sometimes I think, and I have no, I'm not a fucking doctor. Not, not a, a science pl- guy. I don't, I don't play one on this podcast. But <laughs> sometimes I think when it comes to stuff like soda, it's less the soda. And don't get me wrong, like no one should drink. We all know soda's poison. That's why it tastes so good. Oh, yeah. But I'd say this having just chugged a 20, <laughs> a 20 yeah. ounce of uh, Coke Zero. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's less the soda. I think it's more that you're not drinking enough water, right? Because especially for men, if you're drinking enough water to keep your body fully hydrated, your metabolism will kind of do the job, right? Like, not that you should still drink Coke anyway, but if you're drinking all whatever, how much water you're supposed to drink I don't even know if it's just for men, but if you drink enough water, because you're supposed to drink, what is it? But I think... Eight, so, eight ounce glasses? Is that what it is? I think it depends on the person, right? Like, rule of thumb, though. Obviously, it's going to depend on the person, but, like, 64 ounces a day, I feel like, is what I remember no. reading. I it's think, a lot of water. At least that was I was shooting for. You're supposed yeah. to drink a lot of water. I yeah. Mean, it's, and it's, it honestly... It's, it's, a hard, it's a hard amount to it drink. It is. You have to, like, keep track of it. Yeah. It makes a huge fucking difference. Oh, yeah. Well, because it, it serves two purposes. One, it keeps you full. And two, it like Alex is saying, it provides your body the hydration it needs right. to, to do all of its normal functions. And we also are not going to turn this into uh, diets, the podcast, because <laughs> fuck that, sure. but... Well, but it is funny when you when you think back on stuff like 
Like I've read before, you know, it's like fucking people living, uh, you know, 500 years ago or something. They didn't have problems with their teeth, right? Because they didn't have all this sugar right. that's sitting on their teeth all the time, eating away at their enamel and shit, you know? And it's just funny to think about stuff like that, like problems that have been... Like, essentially, the dental industry, as it stands, exists because of all the trash we eat, <laughs> you know? Well, and you would be astonished what sugar is in. Sugar oh, is in, in anything packaged that you eat has sugar in it. And if it tastes good. It has sugar. It has sugar. Potato yeah. chips have sugar on them. Yeah. Not a lot, but it's there. Yeah, sugar and salt are basically in anything that you enjoy eating, which is sad. Yep. Yep. Very is sad. Is. You know, you know, it's been really interesting. Has been so. I have. I have more or less. Given up dairy. Yeah, because your body hates it. Yeah, yeah, you're not really eating any dairy anymore. No, I mean the literally the only dairy I have is butter. You did eat some accidentally at Jersey Mike's. I did, I did, and and when we had Maggiano's, I had. Yeah, that gar- wasn't in your body that long. So no, it really wasn't. <laughs> um, so, I I'll tell you a couple of interesting things I'd noticed in the month and a half or so. I'm gonna say I think it's been longer than that. No, it's been longer. It's been at least a few months. Well, I right? I stopped I stopped dairy right after Saint Croix. So that was January 14th was the race. Oh, I feel like it was longer than that. You haven't been drinking milk. That's what. No, I gave up milk a long time ago. A long time ago. Because Bob was putting down like a gallon over the course of 24 hours. See, when I was younger, like when I was like whatever, 15, like probably from like 10 to 20, I would drink so much milk. I mean, I'd be drinking a gallon every two, three days, no problem. Oh, when I was younger, a thousand percent. I'll have but like n- now, like yeah. we've got that cake upstairs. I'll have a little bit when I have that See, cake. I, I, the only time I ever have milk now is if I'm having cereal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, it's not like I'm, I don't have like your issues, right, Bob, where it's like, oh, I can't yeah. have dairy or whatever. I don't have those problems that I'm aware of anyway. Um, I just don't enjoy just like drinking milk anymore. Like sure. I just prefer water. I don't mm-hmm. know. I never stopped loving drinking milk. Um, I I always loved the taste of it. Um, it just got to like got to the point where if I drink a glass of milk, I'm gonna vomit in a few minutes. Yeah. Like thirty within yeah. thirty minutes. After well, you were also it. drinking insane amounts of milk. Like, yes, we were going to if with the kid we were going to have to get. A I listen, and I'm not even. That's not even a joke. Listen, <laughs> dairy farmers need economic support, Erica, and <laughs> I'm here to provide. Yeah, yeah, they're subsidized by the government. The dairy farmers are going to be fine. So, yeah, I would like go to the store. I'd bring home a gallon of milk. I would put it away, and the next time I opened the fridge, three fourths of it. You would know be what gone. you needed? You know how Oberweiss will like I've drop it Oberweiss off at story. you. Mm-hmm. I have a great oh, Overweiss. So you know how right? Overweiss will like literally drop it off at your home yeah, in a cooler, sure. mm-hmm. and then like whenever it is like I don't know how often they do it once a week or something, you put the cooler back outside with the empty with bottles the and they pick yeah, it up. Sure. And they, yeah, exactly. They give you more. That's what you guys needed. No, no. I looked into it. It's expensive. Well, that's why. Yeah. I that's how much it. he was fucking drinking. He it, looked of, into that shit. Of course, but you know why, Bob? Because it's good. Yeah, no, Overweiss is the best. Um, the Overweiss lemonade is where it's at. So I went to 
I remember this is a long time ago living in the city still I w- Derek took me to pre me might have been Derek took me to an overwise though I have heard this story it's upsetting and um he was like oh you've got to have the milk it's so maybe I'd had overwise before but um and I, and I knew um but so we go into the overwise I get two half gallons one for there <laughs> one for the drive one home. for home and we go outside I crack that baby open I chug that shit right on the street side probably had like little streams of milk <laughs> coming right down, down the face. side <laughs> it was delicious yeah that's a, that <laughs> sounds like Bob <laughs> but since I came so milk fiend uh, I, I think was. that's a safe way to put it yes uh, in the month and a half since I gave up dairy um, and like you said like I'm not I'm not be- the only thing I'm being really hard line on is pizza like no pizza but you haven't had any pizza in like that's what I'm saying He's saying he's been hardlined. Oh, that's the only thing you've been. I heard at the opposite. If you weren't on AO3, Erica, I wasn't on maybe AO3. I was you would have heard what Bob was saying. Different different website entirely. I, I you know, I, I'm not. Same spirit, different website. I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm like, if I order, like what happened at Jersey Mike's, if I order a sandwich and I find there's, you know, melted cheese on it, like I'm not going to send it back or get something else. I'll just, fine, that'll be whatever. We were also eating a lot of pizza though. We were. Which we don't oh. have to be. And it's not cheap either. But and there's also so, the blood feud with Rosati's to pick up. Well, yeah. If there wasn't the blood feud with Rosati's, I wonder if he would have this stance. Because it's he right still down would. the street. Because Bob really likes the places that are close. Well, yeah, it's convenient. <laughs> but, no, I blood feud, though. Well, I'm not getting my money. So he would not you know what? We, you know what happened? By the way, you know what happened the other day with the Rosati's? I'm not even making this up. I call and I just want a medium pizza. Okay, so I say I like medium thin crust, sausage and pepperoni. That's the way I like my key pizza. And I say, oh, I have a coupon for a dollar fifty off. In my hand, I had the coupon. The guy goes, oh, okay, I'll give you two dollars off on the pizza. Okay. I was like, okay, because so he doesn't gonna... know how. To do 50 cents. That's what it is. That is probably what it is. Right? Well, whatever it is, hey, who it's cares? just funny that it worked out in my favor and Bob's over here getting fucked. Hey, Rosati, the only person who got fucked is Rosati's because we stopped spending money there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They, 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 used to, they used to get all that tax return money and now it's just it's all gone. But one does speak with one's dollars. Yes. So I got... Um, Though I'm not opposed to ordering from Rosati's. Hey, so. you were supposed to step in and be my pizza buddy, but you know what there's been? No pizza. Well, you haven't... I called me and asked me to go get pizza well, with you. I, I have to call you and ask? You call Oh, I'm me. sorry I'm, I'm not the, like, pizza fiend that was like, <laughs> yeah. Alex, let's go get pizza. Like, I'm sorry. I'm is not going to be able to... Is that your Christian Bale as Batman <laughs> impression? <laughs> I'm not going to be able to be that for you, Alex. But if you ever want to go get pizza, all you got to do is call. He gave us a signal. <laughs> I can't. I can't even do the uh, big beef and cheddar anymore. That's sad. 
That is sad. Anyways, um, so we um, so in the month and a half since I gave up dairy, it's not <laughs> for the sixteenth. See, I've had a couple burps. At least I'm like leaning away from the microphone, it's not, just Erica, throwing that out there. Yes, it's not who you are on the inside, <laughs> but how much pizza you eat that defines you. It has been a minute since I've watched those movies. I mean, I need to fix that. Uh, no, you have other things to watch. I do, I do, but there's some mitzvahs that I need to recharge. So, and that's not a meism. Continue, that's continue stolen from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm not going to give the preamble again. <laughs> I have been sleeping better. Yeah, I am not nearly as congested as I used to be. I, uh, I am not nearly as bloated as I used to be. I don't. I'm not as constipated as I used to be. Um, I have, I have lost a few pounds, but more than that, like just my clothes fit way better. Um, probably because of all those other things that, sure, you know, and, and so it's just, it's just kind of incredible. Like when your body's working correctly, what can well, happen? If you have an intolerance, what it, right. What you need to do is once you run the 100 miles, which let's be honest, you're a fucking lunatic. That's not far off. You're probably going to do that this year. Yeah. 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 All right. What you need to do is once you accomplish. He's like signed up for it. You know that. No, no, no. I know, but he's going to still do it. He's got to still do it. He wants to hit his 100 miles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you hit the 100 miles, you know what you need to do? You need to bring back the pizza, but you got to do it like, like once a month. You get like your once a month pizza and that's it. And that way you only maybe have like a few days of your body working poorly rather than like 24-7. Alex, I, this is his pizza friend. No, I, you just said we're going to get pizza. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not worried You know, it. this is something I've thought I'm gonna, about. I'm going to get pizza and I'm going to come over and watch you get eaten by a zombie in Resident Evil. There you go. Ooh, that sounds delightful. Ooh, can we? Yes, Alex. Yes. <laughs> I'm gone that weekend it comes out, but I always have the best ideas. No one ever gives me credit that's for all right, my ideas. But that is a thing. But that I always have the yes, best we ideas. We will get pizza and we will play. And, and, then, and, we, and then once you have the pizza, you can then go enjoy your bidet. The bidet. The bidet. The bidet. bidet. Probably not that expensive. I think that I wonder how much a good bidet costs. It can't be cheap. Well, you, you're not I've talking about you're not talking like, about the separate one, right? You're talking about like the attachment for a toilet, right? Yeah, but not like the hinky one. I've seen no, people yeah, who have something. the hinky well, or one. You want you want like a Japanese toilet? Do you? Yeah, I was gonna say you need the toilet where it's built in. Voiced oh, yeah. by John Hamm. Yes. Now we were talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But. No, vo- vo- voiced by like uh, AI Jessica Alba or something, <laughs> you know. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, <laughs> which people are, and we're not here to kink shame. I'm not kink shaming. It's just, no, I wouldn't want that. But <laughs> we know you want some fucking runner to do it. We got it. <laughs> Ooh, is he, are you going to deny it? It's funny because well, what true. runner would I have voice? I don't fucking know the name of any runners, but I'm sure there's one you'd like to have voice your fucking bowel movements. 
<laughs> I mean, if there wasn't before, <laughs> it's definitely something he's going to be thinking about now. Look, I've crushed Bob. <laughs> Look at him. He knows I'm fucking right. Hi, all people who listen Look from at him. the Slack. Do you, do you hear him even denying it? Nope. No, because he fucking knows I'm right. Guys, what? maybe. Maybe. I want a runner voicing my bowel movements. Maybe it's one of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ask Bob next time you see him on the Slack. <laughs> He'll be this happy to weird. discuss it with you. Uh, Has it gotten weird? It's been weird. It's always we weird. We spent like 45 minutes talking about how violently ill we that's, were. That's not weird. That's it's just gross. Eh, veering. Who's his favorite runner, Erica? That's who he's going to have voice the toilet. I'm going to tell you right now, as soon as he starts talking about that stuff, I go away. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a series of like... I'm here in spirit. I go into autopilot. <laughs> Hold like on. I can conduct the interview, but I'm not really retaining anything. I will tell you precisely who my favorite runner is. Yourself. Yes. <laughs> so we know kind of the answer. So he's going to have himself to voice would Bob his toilet. Fuck his own clone. <laughs> you know what's funny is if you're like. If you're like me, <laughs> would I fuck my own clone? Absolutely not. If Bob, maybe. He's so vain. Who knows? Really? You wouldn't? No. You wouldn't be curious? No. But if you're like, I don't know, Scarlett Johansson, and someone's like, would you fuck your own clone? It's like, of course I would. Is <laughs> not even a question. What were you even talking about? What, is it fuck fuck what does it fucking matter? <laughs> Who cares? If you can't remember, it wasn't important. Oh no, I remember where I was gonna. I was gonna finish. <laughs> he the, was coming up to a very profound the the dairy conversation. Mm -hmm. I've thought a lot about this in the last month. You know, especially in the last probably two weeks. I, you know, I don't know that even after I finish a hundred, I'd go back to pizza. You did say you're going to have one when you're done. I did. A pizza will happen. I did. I don't know that I'm going to want it. Nope. You know, okay. you know the thing is, and th and this is true for all addictions. If you can break the addiction, you actually really don't miss it. I mean, that's I true. can't I can't speak for people like who are alcoholics or something. I don't know what that's like, or what you know what I mean. Drug no, but addicts. like a like a food thing. If yeah. you finally are like. But isn't food Bob's cocaine? Yeah. So I mean, I can't really put myself in Bob's mind. I mean, I, I like. Which not, sounds terrifying. Not to, not to go too serious on the matter, but I, I, I have often, when I've had the most success in, in weight loss, has when I've kind of treated uh, how I approach food more as, as an addiction. And, you know, in trying to, trying to, like, convince myself i don't need this or you know i i the, the trouble with food of course is that it's not like cocaine you can't just not have food you need something you need stuff so it's like trying to trying to avoid your triggers and whatnot but um you know i, I mean it's true though like i've not really like every now and then I'll see like a like someone will post a, a picture of uh, an absolutely amazing looking pizza and I'll be like, God damn, that looks good. But 
you know, I haven't really had cravings for it in in at least not in the last like two weeks or so. You know, I'm friends with someone who eats pizza with a knife and a fork, and I thought about ending the friendship when I found that out. That's a friendship ender. Yeah, yeah I thought so too. <sighs> I mean, do your thing. Do whatever makes no. you happy. You know what? You that's, know what's that's funny. Fucking weird. You know what's funny for me. I don't know what it's like for other people, but for me, when I I just have to start doing something in a different way, mm-hmm. and once I start, I'm fine. And I've thought about doing things just for fun, just to see if I could. That I think I probably could, and it would suck for like three days, but then I would probably be fine. And something like you know, I read about people doing like crazy intermittent fasting, like the 23 and one right Mm -hmm. where you eat for one hour a day and then you don't eat for the other 23 hours and you just do that every single day and i bet you for probably three days i'd be miserable and my stomach would probably be growling the whole time well i would say then after that i'd probably be fine that's any adjustment to eating yeah but that's a pretty but that's a pretty like well, that's, that's, that's a disordered that's, that's way pretty, of eating, but you know, that's whatever. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, do what you're going to do. It's your body. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying business. I've read about stuff like that and I'm like, that sounds crazy. But then I think I could probably do it. I just don't want to. No, you could adjust to it. It's anything. You're, if you're going to like stop, oh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to cut sugar out of my diet. Of course, the first three days are going to be fucking horrific, but you get used to it. And then it's like, oh, okay, I don't really miss it anymore. I just so. can't. I can't live without sugar because I don't think I could live like for extended periods of time without like chocolate chip cookies. I mean, sometimes you need. By the way, we had Jersey Mike's the whenever last week or something, whenever that was, and they had a pretty good chocolate chip cookie. Nice. Because there's nothing worse than a disappointing chocolate chip cookie. Well, it's like, how do you fuck this up? It's well, so easy. Well, that's exactly it. It's, it's so easy. It, it's like the easiest thing to bake. This isn't a hard thing. You really don't even need, like, a recipe. You yeah, just you just mix shit some together. shit together, throw some balls on a fucking pan, and throw it in the oven. It's it's so easy. It should be something that's at least kind of tasty. You know what uh, You know what blew me away? Sometime recently, I went to Jersey Mike's, and it was mm-hmm. like 1 p.m. And you okay. know what they didn't have? White bread. I was just like, you're a sandwich shop. <laughs> I go and order and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't, we're out of white bread. And I was like, I, this is like literally the conversation. I went like this. I went, you're out of white bread. Yes. I said, okay, well, nothing for me then. <laughs> it's like, I just left. <laughs> well, cause I don't know what their deal is, but like at Panera, when I used to work there a thousand years ago, we someone's would, probably baking. Like you a still have, overnight. like they started doing where you would have somebody there baking throughout the day so that if you did run out of something, you, they you could throw something behind in. Completely. Right. Um, cause yeah, God, you, th- like, yeah, you're, you're a sandwich. Place. You're a sandwich. Place. I mean, I know what else they, whatever else they have. They have wheat. They have some other types of bread. 95% of people have to be getting white bread. Right. Well, and maybe there was like an unexpected bus of school children came in for lunch or something. (laughs) And it's just, they didn't account for that that day. Sure. So the inventory was off. Or, you know. Bob went. I went and ordered 700 sandwiches for myself. (laughs) I would say. I really like that buffalo chicken sandwich. Jersey Mike's is good. good. I haven't had it in a minute, but I remember it being tasty. The time to go to Jersey Mike's is after five. Because if you go after five, you get one giant sub, and the second one is $5. 
So the first one is like eighteen dollars, but the second one's five. Well, and then you've got a, got a sandwich. And, uh, no, it'll got a sandwich stay on right. Deck. Oh yeah, it'll stay. You could have. You'd be good. Couple well, days. if you're Bob, you're good for the one meal. But if for other people, you could put a couple meals in. You know what's interesting? <laughs> on this whole tangent of like stuff, I've noticed more in the last month and a half. Like, I'm also not eating nearly as much as I used to. Well, once you start eating less, you're it's easy to stay that a way. Lot, I, I am feel. grazing. More. That's you how you're supposed to eat, though. Right. You're supposed to eat little things constantly. It's the big meals that do you in. Yeah, I guess. I, guess I mean, I'm losing weight, so. But hey, whatever works, who cares? I'll take it, but. Um, no, but really, I mean, if you if you read about this, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to drink shitloads of water. And you're supposed to like just have like little things like not like fucking chips. But I mean, like, you know, you have some nuts, you have some fucking lettuce, whatever. Sure. Like you have little some things. Fruit, you're not veg. supposed to like you're not supposed to like sit down and be like, here's my fucking two pounds of steak and I'm going to eat this. And then I'm going to eat some fucking greens right. and I'm going to have some fries and you stuff yourself at dinner time, And now you're stuffed for like three days. Right. That's not how you're supposed to eat. No, you're not supposed to eat like a restaurant style portion yeah. for every meal. That's why everyone feels disgusting when they leave a restaurant. It's like, oh man, that was good, but... Now I want to die. <laughs> well, well we're, we're at Chili's and I'm eating the chips and salsa and I'm like, I don't even stop. want these anymore, but they're so good. Yep. Got to fill up. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I was just thinking about it. Before, you know, everything else, when we had Maggiano's, it was like I ate like maybe a third of that spaghetti and meatball yeah and it was spaghetti and meatball there was just one there you, was just you one you will have one and you will like it <laughs> it's not spaghetti and meatballs no there is definitely a time on the menu does it actually say spaghetti and meatball we'd have to look i don't remember, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, uh that i could definitely put down that entire fucking thing of pasta with like the garlic bread and shit that we had but i just we did have a fun anymore. experience with this maggiano's Oh, no. It wasn't too bad. But it well, did mean someone had to call, which we never like to do. No. So um, Bob was like, oh, I have a $25 gift card to let us entertain you from something. Who knows? Okay. So I try to go on and order on the website. And it's like, oh, your gift card is invalid. And I was like, okay. So I tell that to him. And he's like, oh, there's money on the card. And I'm like, you're going to make me fucking call these people? I got to talk to somebody. So I did, and then I put the order in, they're like, 40 minutes, whatever, fine. So then I'm like, let me check this card just to be sure. So I go on the website, the Let Us Entertain You website, I put in the number, and I'm like, this says this is invalid. So he got all hot right away. He's like, there's $25 on this, god damn it. <laughs> so he called the number on the back of the thing, and he's like, no, it says there's $25 on there. So I'm like, great, I'm going to go and get this fucking food, and I'm going to have to be an asshole about, like, my gift card has money on it, which I don't like to do to service people. But, so Joey and I, again, my brother, go, uh, uh, what? <laughs> Fuck you, you shitbag. We're not going to do this on here. <laughs> you ass face. What's he laughing about? Now you have to tell me. <laughs> so We all know Erica is an enthusiast of a certain other Joey. Sure. Someone... 
likes to bring this up frequently. And I will often get confused and be like, why would you ask me that about my fucking brother? And then he will grin at me like an idiot. And I will be like, oh, he's talking about the man I would 1000% leave him for. Cool. He did this in front of my brother the other day. And I was like, let's not, shall we? (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, no. Joey Beatty, like, fucking, like, whatever the fuck, stopped by to have shitty-ass Maggiano's with us on a Sunday night in some random-ass, like, Chicago suburb. Hey, you be nice to Maggiano's. It's aggressively average. It's aggressively fine. Um... I mean, I've read that fic. I've definitely read that fic multiple times, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's so fine. we go and we get there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I order for whatever. And the dude, he's looking and he starts sweating a little bit. And so I'm sitting there like, did I call the wrong fucking Magianos? I'm going to lose my fucking mind because I'm starving at this point. Uh, I look and I'm like, no, no, no. I called this one. Okay. We're okay there. And he's like running back to get the manager. I'm like, fuck. They fucked up our fucking food order. The curse. The curse has happened to me. <laughs> but then the manager comes in and she's like, oh no, it's right over here. And I look at the guy and I was like, you're sweating a little bit, weren't you? And he's like, I was. They put it in the wrong place. I'm like, dude, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. And then we came home and we're violently ill all night. And the gift card worked just fine. And the gift card worked just fine. So you didn't have to. Have a moment. You didn't have to be a Karen in front didn't of Joey. You didn't have to Karen it. Although, here, here's the thing, though, Alex. So, I got this... The entire... Oh, I got this $25 Let Us Entertain gift card, like, uh, before the sh- the first Chicago Marathon I wrote, ran. Um, because normally, uh, Ronald McDonald House does, like, this big spaghetti dinner that all the runners can go to. But it was still COVID precautions, so they didn't have it. So they sent gift cards to people and said, order yourself something. And I just never used it. And so it's been sitting there. And, um, you know, and it hasn't been that long. It, what, two or not even two years, like a year and a uh, quarter or so. And if you look on the card, like it says on the card, it never expires. And... Uh, you know, and it's like, okay. So, I mean, obviously just something in their online system does not talk to, or the, correctly to where this actually gets deducted from. But if I have a gift card that's not supposed to expire and I called the phone number, like, I... Yeah, I'm gonna be an asshole uh, in the store. <laughs> I, I I agree with you. I could also see you being like exceptionally angry over it. I think I would walk out of the restaurant without taking the order. Oh, uh, I could see it. I could see it. I mean, if you have a card that you know has money on it, and they're not going to accept it, it's like okay, keep the food. I'll go get something from somewhere else. I yeah. could see that. Yeah, I'm not committed to it. No, I I mean, I understand your point. They're service folk who have shitty jobs. Well, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. You don't but have you to not, be. You're not taking you don't, the food isn't going to. You don't have yeah, to be. A, you don't have to be an asshole to them. Yeah. But you don't have to give them your money. Either. No. Yeah. I would just I'm not. I would just. That's say, my it's point. Like, you can you can you can not take. 
<laughs> you would, you, if they had given you trouble about the gift card, you would have paid for it and walked out. Yeah. Because I was fucking hungry and I'm not going to wait another hour to go order from somewhere else. See, but you're like right down the street from Portillo's. You had other options. Yeah, I'm going to go sit in that fucking line for 45 minutes. Nah, see. And not pay with cash. Only you guys have that issue. I never have this fucking Portillo's experience. And I agree. But, th- but I was about to say, I agree with you, though. That's one of those things. If you, Again, you're talking about convenience. If I know, because I generally like to pay cash at almost everywhere that I can, if I know now to go to Portillo's, um, I mean, I haven't been going because I just know, okay, if I go, I'm going to have to go in an order and I'm going to have to wait in a line in there and then I'm going to go get the food, walk out, whatever. You know what I mean? Because they don't take cash in the drive-thru. And so... Really? Yeah. They've stopped taking cash in the drive-thru as of like the start of I was gonna February, say, is that I think, or something. Yeah. Um, I guess I can kind of understand, but that kind of sucks. So I just, I, and I like to pay with cash, so sure. I just haven't been going. And that's kind of just one of those things where it's like, okay, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but, you know, if you don't want my business, you don't want my business. Well, like, and I'll I, just go I, somewhere else. I, I would guess that Portillo's has done the math that the number of people who actually pay with cash. It's not going to be detrimental it, to whatever it is it, that they're doing. Yeah, they're going to make more money getting people through the line faster and being more efficient than um, whatever, you know, the number of customers that they will lose. Now, if a lot of people, like, if a lot more people are like you than they think. No, if you suddenly saw a, a, they'd like change, a mass but, drop, they'd switch it. Yeah, right? and, and look, if, if suddenly, if they see over the course of the next six months that their business has decreased 15%, they'll probably switch it back. And if yeah. they switch it back, we'll know why. I mean, it would be You're obvious. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, and it's not the end of the world. I'm not writing any fucking angry messages on Twitter or something. You know what I mean? I'm not in there. No, like you're I, doing the actual most effective thing. Well, you speak yeah. with your dollars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, and when I saw the, and when I saw the sign in the drive through, like, oh, we're, you know, starting on this date, whatever, we're not taking cash in the drive through anymore. I was like, okay, well, I'm enjoying my last meal at Portillo's then. <laughs> Because I just, you know, I'm just not... If I'm going to go there with, like, you or something, okay, I'll sit in there. Well, if you're going to go in, that's different. But going in to grab you, to order, grab your food, and leave, it's just not... It's just weird. I don't know. But I've never had the horrendous experiences that you guys have of sitting in a Portillo's drive-thru line for eons or something. Yeah, I've had had some really gnarly ones. I've, like, never gotten through the Portillo's line fast. I'm always there at least 25 minutes. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's what's... Yeah, that's I mean, that'd just be the times we go, but yeah. is what it is. Um, now, let's talk about something that's important, Erica. <clears throat> You've watched, like, what, seven more episodes of Spy Family or something? You were you were grinding one night. I'm up, well, I didn't realize I was farther into it than I remembered, because I watched those Yuri episodes where your brother comes over. Uh-huh. I had seen those, so I don't know if I had been, like, falling asleep, but I was like, okay, so I've, I've kind of seen these. I remember these. And I got up to episode 13, I believe. Yeah, so you're, like, halfway through Because that's season. the new opening starts at episode 13, How right? can you not like the new opening? I prefer better. the old ones. It's cute. It's great. It's cute, but I like the old ones better. I just love... There's so many things I love on that show. I love any time Yor just beats someone's ass with, like, one punch or one kick. The animation is outstanding whenever <laughs> they do that. 
you haven't even seen it's amazing some of the stuff that's going to come with your you haven't even seen what an absolute freak of nature your is well yet. like i said i'm going to settle in with my nice piece of german chocolate cake this evening i'm going to watch a couple more episodes have myself a lovely little evening uh uh i don't know maybe we'll watch like three four or five more we'll see how i'm feeling um yeah like i said i anticipate probably being done uh, I will probably be finished by the next time we podcast. I know I said that last time, but, you know, violent illness. Um, well, it was like you couldn't even watch anything, right? It was just kind of like, just put whatever on. I don't even fucking care. I'm just going to try and fall asleep. Oh, yeah. And it's I didn't want to do that with that because you want to pay attention. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to watch that. Um, no, uh, so then I, I sent you... There's been... See, I haven't been watching that much of the Resident Evil 4 remake stuff because I don't want to go. I want to go into it as fresh as I can, right? But I saw that one trailer that I sent you and I was like, holy Did you finish playing? Shit. Yes, I finished it. And okay. it was like, holy shit, this looks so good. And now I have the fresh memory. There you go. Because I did the whole playthrough of Resident Evil 4. I played... Assignment Ada, which is like a little like one hour thing where yeah, you're playing like story. certain sections with Ada. And then there's separate ways, which is another thing with Ada, but that's longer. It's more like four hours, I think. Um, but that's generally the kind of the same thing. You're just like playing through combat scenarios with Ada. They added like literally like one section is actually like new content <laughs> with Ada. It's like 10 minutes maybe. <laughs> but the rest of it is all just like... You're playing through the things that are happening to Leon, but you're doing things no, off I on remember, the side yeah, I that Leon just those. miraculously yeah. is not aware of. Um, but and, and Ada has maybe the worst shotgun in the history of video games in her playthrough. This thing can't kill shit. Like, you're shooting regular zombies point blank, and they don't get one hit killed. You're like, what is with this piece of shit? Well, and that was always like, okay, I'm saving the shotgun because it's powerful and it will save me when I desperately need it. I so. always do the thing in Resident Evil games where at the start, I'm trying to conserve ammo. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know, shooting guys in the leg, kicking them, walking up to them, knifing their body. You know, I'm doing all that. And then at the end of the game, I have like thousands of rounds of ammunition left. <laughs> That I've just never used. Well, I will say, I remember in Resident Evil 4... There's uh, tons of ammo There is, it's, you Evil don't, 4. it's not like on those first anyway. three games. So, where you do have to, like, there is a limited amount and you need to conserve that shit. Or you will be fucked. You'll be fighting a boss with your little knife. <laughs> like, fuck, 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 fuck. Well, and there is funny stuff in 4. Like, I had forgotten that Krauser can be completely cheesed with the knife like it's literally a knife fight if you bring a gun krauser is a huge pain in the ass but when you just start knifing him he's so easy to beat he's nothing it's like the easiest boss fight in the history of the series <laughs> and which is funny because in that trailer you see the krauser fight it's an actual knife fight now indeed and there was man that trailer looks good trailer. so good the fucking German suplex is in. I appreciated the German suplex. There, you that. saw like some of the stuff, like you know, the the area where you send Ashley up and she has to like turn the levers yeah. and you have to defend her. That was in that trailer, mm -hmm. and and clearly like they're taking you know, 
They're definitely not doing a one-for-one recreation. I mean, clearly. No, no, no. no. They're this doing... Is, this is a remake in many ways like Final Fantasy VII Remake was a remake. Now, I know you didn't play that because you're a monster. Indeed. But it looks like they're doing more of that than like, hey, we just prettied it up. Right. We just slapped some new paint on it and there you go. No, it looks like it's from the ground up really and, kind and, of and Louis Luis is suddenly in places that he was not oh, he's alive all over the place for. yeah he was not alive for that fight with the two El Gigantes he was not alive for the carts the cart stuff and no. the cart stuff looks crazy in the remake <laughs> like I saw I, that and I was like Ooh, okay I just played that the cart stuff in the original game is literally like you're it's on a train car yeah it's one it's one lane you're just going down the lane. They're jumping on the car. It is you fun, shoot though. I no, always it's fun. I'm not ripping fun. on it, yeah. but it's very simple. Yes. Right? And obviously, it's a game made for the GameCube originally. Like, it's not going to be right, right, so right. crazy. But now you've got stuff now coming it's at like, you from all over the like place. There's, like, fucking four cart lines. Things are happening all over the place. It looks crazy. Because with and, this... and the writing looks so much better. Like, it still looks cheesy, but not painfully cringy cheesy oh, but that's like one of my favorite things about that original game i did like who's the is it it's not salazar who's the guy the little dude in the castle the little guy isn't that Salazar? is it salazar sadler's the big guy yes. so yeah it is salazar i adore him <laughs> he is a delight from start to finish and it sounds like they have uh whoever they got to do the voiceover is definitely kind of paying people tribute. are trying a lot harder yes for sure no no i oh my god like some of the voice readings and just some of the lines from that game i will still my one friend that i played it with a thousand years ago we will still quote it to each other and just die i was i just played it through and when when luis dies and leon literally lets out a no and it's just like this is so over the top because when does he die in that? He dies like in the castle, but it's early on. It's it's the same room. He dies in the same room where you shoot the shackles off Ashley. Because remember, yes. Ashley had like walked up to a wall. And she got... She gets trapped on the wall. The wall spins spun around. around. Yeah. yeah. And you have to eventually make your way around. Because doesn't he run in out. and he's like, oh, look, I have I the have, antidote. Yes, stabbed. Stabbed right. in the back. Impaled, yeah. yes. So he's, I mean, the... The train cart stuff, wasn't that on the island? Or was that at the end of the castle? I mean, the stuff with the El Gigante is definitely at the end of the castle. The two El Gigantes are definitely later. Yeah, I mean, that stuff is definitely later. So they've definitely either moved around his death or changed things. I can't remember. I when feel the like that was like is. either on the island or at the end of the castle. I don't know that that's on the island because the island is after the castle, right? But I mean, we saw in that trailer everything's in there, right? They have the catapult stuffs in there. It looks way honestly. It looks like they've turned up the scariness stuff, like because that's really an action game. It's not yeah. scary. It's not a horror. And game, they've. Though. It looks like they've actually really added some horror elements. Mm, cool if they do. Yeah. Um, Though in that original game, those regenerators, the ones that have that weird breathing, and they have mm. the, that music that dun dun 
them. Yeah, and you have to shoot those them. Used to, to they, like, the first time I came across they those. They have creepy faces. That scared the shit out of me. Because <laughs> you just hear that breathing, and it's like, oh, I'm going to die. Great. I always liked the chanting that the red guys, the guys with the red cloak on would do. Oh, yeah. Any of, like, the shouting in the village, like, just, I, I just, I love that game. It, and I'm, it really looks like, I mean, I've said it before on this podcast that Capcom lately is firing on all cylinders and everything looks really good. Oh, my God. Speaking of Capcom, you didn't see the trailer for Street Fighter Six where they showed Cammy, right? So she's somehow wearing less clothing. No, she's wearing more clothing, but she's got some very interesting poses. But um, I think I could see her kidneys. <laughs> but no, I don't know if you remember because I'm sure it's been a long time since you watched it. But do you remember you you've seen like the Street Fighter Two animated movie, right? Oh, like a thousand years ago. Okay, yes. do you remember where Cammy like jumps up onto a guy's shoulder? She's like doing a handstand. You could look up a gif of this or something. She twists his head around to like break his neck, and then like leans like spins back over his body and does like a backbreaker and breaks his fucking spine like it's some nasty move and they've and that had never been in a game like that was created for that movie sure this is like her finisher in that oh, game, got it in the new now. game now very yeah. nice <laughs> yeah i watched that uh, yeah that's a long time no ago. but they put a lot more clothes on cammy but then she's doing poses where it's like the ass is out. The chest is forward. And I mean, you, you know, you win some, you lose some exactly. when it comes to the Japanese it is, developers. It is what it is, guys. <laughs> and then, Japan, going to Japan. It is what it is. Then they did this post. Like I really should show you the trailer because it's so funny. Some of the stuff that you could see, like you could see they've shot camera angles around the fact that I'm sure her original outfit is in the game as like an alternate oh, outfit no or doubt, something. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And they've, they've done angles, though, where you could tell like okay, the original outfit's going to be in there, so we're going to position the camera in such a way where we're not showing too much because we don't want, like, an AO rating on this game. Right, exactly. No, but I, I did think it was... Um, this was funny. I'll have to flip it on before I start uh, Spy Family yeah. tonight. Um, I... So Overwatch is doing this crossover, like, promotional event where they're... You know, like, Doomfist is going to have um, this... What's his name? Saitama? Saitama? I can't ever say his name correctly. Saitama. Saitama, yeah. Saitama. It's his outfit, but Doomfist is wearing it, basically. Um, they're doing... Kiriko is the tornado girl. What's her name? I don't know her name, but you know who I'm talking about, right? She's I, got, like, the teal hair. I have a vague idea. Horrible tornado. Um, oh, wait. What was her actual... That's her nickname. Yeah, I can't remember. But so basically, you know, oh, like, oh, 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 yeah, um, yeah, I know who you're talking. She's about. the little sister, or she's the bigger she's sister. She's the older sister with the, the green hair. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember her name to save my life. And soldier is gonna be um, who's the guy? Who's the geek that always r runs around on the the bicycle? <gasps> Moomin Rider. Rider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the so guitar sting whenever he appears on the show is my favorite thing in the history of the universe. And I don't know if they're doing others, but that's the three that have been shown so far. But what was funny that was when they were talking about this, you know, obviously they want to do other crossover stuff, of course, because it's just easy money. But they were talking about, you know, I'd love to design out because really what they're doing is they're 
instead of just doing what like Fortnite does, right? Which is, hey, we're gonna put Goku in Fortnite, and it's Goku like shooting a fucking right. AK. Geralt's here for something. some reason, right? Yeah. yeah. Instead of doing that stuff, which is weird, but whatever, it's fucking Fortnite. Who cares? They're basically taking outfits and they're making them work in Overwatch on Overwatch characters. It's not that's kind of cool. It's not Saitama in the game. It's right. Doomfist. It's still right. Doomfist. He's just wearing another outfit, but. So they were talking about, you know, I'd love the, the whoever designed the outfits. They're like, I'd love to do like a Dragon Ball crossover or a Street Fighter crossover or something. And I saw like the first comment was like, imagine if they do a Street Fighter crossover and Widowmaker is playing Cammy. <laughs> now, you did bring up uh, Dragon Ball Z crossover, and I feel we would be remiss if we didn't at least give a special shout out to the dodgeball episode of spy family oh my god which popped me multiple times with its Dude, dragon ball references there's so much good stuff yeah well what, what was he's like training it's like he's imagining stuff like training on namek or something yeah he's basically on Damien. that i laughed my ass off and oh then god. uh he pulls a uh, uh piccolo in front of uh gohan mm. <laughs> later which i was also cackling about so so they're to describe this, because I know you haven't watched Bob, um, and you never will. <laughs> They're doing a dodgeball episode, and they it's all these little kids. They're like, how old are they supposed to be? Like four or five or something? They're in like... They're... Like five years old. I want yeah, to say they're like really kindergarten young. age. They're young. So it's all these it's these two teams playing dodgeball, but for some reason the other team has this one kid who's supposed to be five, but he's like twenty seven. He's 40 and built like a brick shit house. Oh, yeah. Huge. And yeah. his dad is M. Bison, basically. <laughs> he's, he's, when he's destroying everyone. He's just eliminating all the people on the other team just by himself. Like his teammates are literally just throwing him the ball while he eliminates everyone. Was his name Bob? What was his name? It was like Bob or Dave or something. Bill. Or Bill. I think it was Bill. Bill. So it then gets down to Anya, but Anya can read people's minds. So... She has no actual athleticism at all to speak of, but he's thinking about, oh, you know, this poor little girl, I'm going to just throw it at her arm or something, eliminate her. So he throws it at her arm. She just raises her arm out of the way and the ball flies by her. And this keeps happening over and over again. He's like, oh, I'm going to throw it at her leg. He throws it at her leg. She moves the leg out of the way. He's like, what the fuck? So now he's getting mad. So now he's like, I'm going to throw my special move, which is it looks like it's going to hit someone else. It looks like it's going to hit you. But if you move, it tracks you and hits you. Right. Yeah. And all of these moves have like special names, but they are (laughs) calling out and it's amazing. (laughs) So then he throws this and she hears him say this. So she just doesn't move. And the ball goes flying past her and hits someone else. And (laughs) now he's getting really mad. Right. So eventually... Now he's in her head. She's in his head. He can't hit her. She eventually gets to throw the ball. She has a ball. She gets to throw it. And she's imagining your teaches her how to throw a volley. Uh, a, a, the dodgeball. The dodge but your is like a Saiyan on Earth, basically. Like she's a yeah. total freak of nature. So when she like shows all this stuff and throws the ball, the ball takes off like it's a goddamn, like a rocket just got shot out of a tank. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a shell got shot out of a tank or something. So Anya goes to do the same thing. She's forgetting what the instructions were. She goes to do it. All of a sudden, the the animation quality triples. <laughs> She's pulling back to throw. She's like, star, catch, arrow. <laughs> and she goes to throw. And the ball bounces like half a foot and dies, and he picks it up and eliminates her. 
It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, cackling. Just dying. And, and when, I thought I heard... Uh, there some... there was a good cackle with the, yeah. the first DBZ reference. Yeah. But Anya... Anya is so freaking cute, though, when she does, like... She'll just randomly toss words in in English, right? Like, she'll be like, peanuts! <laughs> what was the... Oh. There were a few, because whenever they do it, I always think of you, because we've talked about it before, how it's like, why don't they don't have a word for this? But um, I don't remember. There were a few really cute ones. And I was like, oh, you're adorable. That's disgusting. Stop it. There's so much. I, I, I really hope, like, the, the next season or whatever has more, like, you're just destroying people, though, because every time you're does anything, someone's just on the borderline of getting killed. What's well, <laughs> a... Based off of a manga, right? Yeah, no, there's a lot more to do. Okay. Um, no, I've been curious about maybe like checking it out or whatever, but we'll see. I just the always library f- might have it. I just always find with manga, it's like it's just it, it, especially with the shows that are so well done, it's just not the same. I will say a thousand percent. Like I really dig the um, One Punch Man manga. I find very good. And it is that first, what, seven volumes? About, yeah. That first season of the show recreates very faithfully. But there is something to watching the show and just that animation style of that first season. Well, yeah. That just works so well with what the show is. And, man, there are clearly this unending line of incredible Japanese voice actors and actresses that are just like killing it on every single show. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched like five seconds of the spy family dub. And if you heard Anya in this dub, you'd be like, I can't take it. It's so annoying. But Anya on, in the Japanese version is just so freaking adorable that it's like, you can't. And this girl's got so much stress in her life. Like you have no idea, Bob. She's, she's, she knows her father is running all these schemes on how to like infiltrate this one family and get close to this guy. So she's trying to help him, but he doesn't know that she's like a telepath, you know. So she's thinking like the fate of the whole country is in her hands and she has to do this and that and the other. She's getting into all this bullshit, but her voice is so adorable. It is. It's like perfect. Well, that was one thing. I remember I told you what I wanted to talk about and I completely forgot about it, but it's come back. Because I was listening to our last episode and uh, listening to the challenge talk and about... Uh, this doesn't really have much to do with... It's somewhat to do with voice acting and just actors and just stuff in general. Um, how you guys were talking about... You don't really have a bench for the challenge, right? No. There's like nobody... Who's going to take the show? Who's going to be the star of the show? Who's your rooting interest? Mm-hmm. Once your Johnnies, your CTs, your Nannies, all the people that you give a shit about are gone. You stick with it and you wait because they're not building up a bench at all. I. At least I, from what you I haven't watched the I, season. I so. honestly think, you know, we're talking about like the challenges, whatever, 38, 39 seasons in or something. If you're just counting the main show. And I know they're branching out. They have the CBS show now. Sure. They do yeah. all these other challenge shows all around the world. And But to me, honestly, usually when you see shows start to do this, this is like the beginning of the end. Well, it's the jumping the shark moment. And, and I really think like we're like maybe 
five to ten seasons away from the count the challenge being canceled or or it's like so so past what we liked about it that, that it's, it's just, just not worth watching anymore but i think it's just going to kind of slowly die off but then once my you, other kind once of you thing, start to lose those people completely with this just in general and just relation to media is what we were talking about at dinner a little bit it's how it's all just x everything is x everything is the same fucking thing and it's yeah. like we need a bench of like new stuff like can we start doing like some new things well and and, Maybe and trying some new things? Yeah. Because well, everything that, is just so homogenized and boring, and, like, this isn't going to keep making you money forever. But it's making you money now. Yes, which I understand that. Right. But it's like, can we look to the future of things a little bit? I... So this is... This is something that I find very... Like, just an interesting academic topic um because i mean the reason if we look at if you look at if we jump to movies sure let's start with movies sorry i didn't mean to derail spy family but it like no came there and i was like oh that thing i wanted to talk about so if you you look at movies when when we got into um into the mid-aughts and then after Iron Man and the MCU started taking off and people got really invested in it, you know, it, every, everyone needed a cinematic universe mm-hmm. because that's what it was selling. Well, do you remember when they tried to do the Universal Monster Cinematic Universe? Didn't it die before even like the first movie? Didn't they make like out? one movie? There was yeah. like a Godzilla movie and then they gave up. No, no, no. That was the, uh, the, the Tom, like, Tom Cruise mummy movie. Yeah, the Universal yeah. Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they were gonna do a whole the monster thing. Yeah. Um. So, but you, they were also trying to do that. Legendary was trying to do that with Godzilla and King Kong. They're and still it's, going. Are they? Yeah. Okay. It just I don't Godzilla I don't, versus Kong was like fine. I don't but. I don't think people talk about it as like the that universe. You know to get them talking about it again. What's that? You throw some motherfucking Jaegers up in that shit. Jaeger bitches. Let's go. But so that's what's selling, and and so this is what this is what your your crowds are paying money for. So you funneled like all of your money to these these franchises, and you've you've set up this this. Um, feedback cycle where you know this is you know people want big stupid blockbusters they want a lot of them and they want them to be tied together and you've got enough data points saying that's true to force you to make decisions that reinforce that and then it becomes kind of that self-fulfilling prophecy Mm -hmm. and as long as you're making money that's fine what What's piqued my interest when we were talking over dinner was this thought that, well, we've talked about it on this podcast many times about burnout in cinematic universes. And what what got us talking about this topic in the first place was that I think it was last night I brought up this. I saw that 
they're rebooting Hellboy again. And oh boy. and the cast though is some guy who who the fuck knows who he is. But I was like, Yes. Give me a nobody. I don't always need like a dude. But what and when you were when you made that comment, what that made me think about was the economics behind it. Because Well, it's cheaper. Well, it's cheaper, but are they willing to do like if this was a couple of years ago, you're still going for bigger names. Like, I mean, obviously you did. Not, they tried with David Harbour, you know, who, who's obviously not Brad Pitt, but he's he's a name. He's a name. You know who this he guy is. is. No one knows who he is. No. I mean, he was supposed to be a lesser antagonist in Deadpool, too. And he was he was in the movie, but he was basically, you know, very much minimized. So it's a nobody um, with directors who made the Crank movies, which are fun. Well, one of the directors. It's one just of the, one. You just one of them. It's Taylor. Yeah. Not Neville. Not um, Nevin, you can't even get the pair. Um, but they, you know. You seen those Crank movies, Alex? No. Oh, they're my fun. God. They're fun. They're so. It's just Jason Statham just like getting increasingly like. It, it was before he had the contract where he was like, I can only take so many punches and whatever. It Does was like, Statham just, do that? Doesn't he have one too? I don't know. I thought I he know. did. Maybe it was just The Rock. But anyway, yeah, he's getting beat to shit in those movies, and they're a delight from start to finish. <clears throat> so, you know, so they're 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 changing their tack here with the next Hellboy and the reboot, going away from, you know, bigger names, going for something safer. Why is a studio going for a lower budget, safer approach with any movie? Unless, you know, the economics behind it are saying, are maybe giving some credence to what we've been talking about for years, that people are burned out on the big cinematic universes. And if you do, if that's the case, and they see they they're in order to continue to sustain their business, they're going to have to create some new IPs, uh, or even if they're not completely new IPs, like lesser known IPs and, and adaptations. Okay, we'll do that, but we got to trim the budgets, we got to run a tighter ship, and you know we got to go out and find the next thing that's going to stick. So product maybe not production value. I will say maybe it won't drop, but it maybe won't rise. I I'm fine with the production or whatever costs being cut because I think and I've talked about this on here before. When you when it's just oh okay throw them in front of a green screen, we'll figure mm-hmm. it out in post. Who can give a shit? And it costs a hajillion dollars to do, but. It's all computers and we have the budget. Who cares? Mm-hmm. That That is bad, in my opinion. Bad, bad to, in what way? In a creative way. Okay. Because you're just... I mean, if it makes money, but I don't think about that that way. Which, I'm, which I'm getting I, at it yeah. from an art from adversity kind of standpoint. Like that original Star Wars kind of way. We have a shoestring budget... We have duct tape and a dream, and we're gonna do what we can. I, I understand where you're coming from, uh, in like 
I understand like that. We have to get a little creative in your fixes. Well, and, right. so, and sometimes the best work comes out of working within constraints rather than just saying like, oh, here's unlimited money. Do That's whatever my you feel exact like. point. Yeah. Which is often seems like the trap like the Wachowskis would get into, right? Sure. Is after the Matrix, it was like, do whatever you feel like, have fun. And it turns out some people need to be reined in. Some people need an editor. <laughs> right. Some people need to work within constraints, and that's not a bad thing. No. Uh, no, it, it's not. And uh, we've seen a lot of great work come out of uh, directors who have been under constraints. I mean, the, the you know original Star Wars, um, that whole original trilogy was people not believing in what George Lucas's vision was. They thought it was going to be a joke. How he got well, funding the first even. one came out and it was like, oh, oh money. Um, but, you know, that's a good or look at like um, all of the stuff they had to do to keep the T-Rex working in Jurassic Park when it started raining. Stuff like Jaws. Jaws is an even better example, like how just amazing some of that work can be. Well, because it utilizes everything, right? It's not just, okay, the computer department will fix everything at the end. It's, well, we have to think about how can we shoot this so that we don't see the bottom of Bruce, or how can we edit this so that we're kind of... You don't see the shark very much, because when you see the monster all the time, it becomes less scary. It's more, It just feels more collaborative I, to me. Yeah. And I and I agree with you. I, I think from... a. a a movie going perspective, a, a viewing perspective. Those are, those are the movies that stick with me longer mm-hmm. and that I enjoy long-term. I don't think I, I would never debate you on that. My question is how, how do you make it economically desirable for studios to make those movies? I don't fucking know. <laughs> because that's the <laughs> I'm question. I'm not an executive. Well, the executives don't care. I understand They're just going to go what for what makes sure. money. Sure. Great. Yes. What, what, how, how. Shall I solve world peace for you too? In world hunger? I'm just saying. I mean, I, I feel like we have the same conversation all the time. We do. And it's just, I, this is, this is what I want to examine. It's like. I want. What would. Because I think that you see, you saw it last year with a movie that cost. I don't even know how much everything everywhere all at once cost. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a huge hit right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Let's take a chance. It's that A24, is that the name well, of the and I, and I think sometimes, you know, if you're talking about taking a chance, they're not going to take a chance on a movie with a $500 million budget. That Nor they should think, you, because right. that's stupid. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, you know, they might green light something or take a chance on something that has a fifteen million dollar budget or something. Which is what I said at dinner. Mid tier yeah. movies, we don't have those anymore. It's either shit that's. Well, I think made... you have them, but they're all going on to your Netflixes of the world, and they're just being thrown on there, and they get no promotion, and they just fall into the mm-hmm. sea of shit, and they blend in with everything right. else. You what, don't even know that they're here, there. Here's my question: What would you have? The movie-going public do? Well, I, I think what they're doing, which is not go less. I mean, do, are people excited about any of this? Did Ant-Man in the Wasp or whatever, what was the new one, Quantumania, whatever it was called? Heard nothing. Did that light the world on fire? I mean, we can look. Did it come out last week? It came out a couple weeks ago, I think. 
Yeah, I, but I, I, I had heard it's not a bad movie, but that doesn't matter. But I mean, I just for me, look, it's kind of like all these Marvel movies lately, they've fallen into the rom-com territory for me in that they're all the same movie right like Mm -hmm. every single rom-com is like two quirky people who can't find love right and then they they come across each other boom sparks are flying they're in love oh no calamity they hate each other for five minutes and then they get back together in the end and everything's wonderful i will say though that's a framework you can make yeah. a good movie within that framework. No, 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 you can. But what I'm saying is if that when that's every single movie, that gets old. Oh, it gets boring. And right. that's pretty much every single rom-com. Its budget was $200 million and it's made $370.5 million. So it's making money, but it's not it's like not a smash hit. And if they're not, incl- it depends on what they're including in that budget. I don't know that that includes marketing and stuff. Usually but, it doesn't. But you, um, and you look at like the Marvel movies. Every Marvel movie is the same Marvel movie. And they, every once in a while you get a standout, right? You have the Guardians of the Galaxies, mm-hmm. which the first one kind of broke the mold in a sense. The second one was pretty much like, that's pretty much a Marvel movie. It's nothing special. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, you know, the new one will be a great movie. I mean, you'd like to think it would be, but who knows? I'd like to think it'll be a nice capper to, yeah. you know, that's, you know, trilogy of films. But what I would like the movie going public to do, I mean, you speak with your dollars. And if you like this stuff, like uh, people liked Jurassic World Dominion, I guess. I didn't like it. I thought it was kind of a waste of everyone's time, but... If you liked it, I go ahead, I guess. I just want more options. Well, and what it, what it comes down to, it's like video games. People tend to gravitate towards the really popular stuff. Sure. And their quality is kind of irrelevant as long as it's not unbelievably bad. And you have stuff like your Call of Duties or your Maddens or FIFAs or whatever. Their quality really doesn't matter. Like, as long as they're fine, you sure. know, like, as long as they're, like, a 7 out of 10, that's good enough for the 20 million people that play them. And and because they play that and they play it so much, they don't have time for anything else. They don't have time for the low-budget game, you know sure. what I mean? Because they're just playing their thing. Like, they got an Xbox or a PlayStation. It's a mad machine. Just to play Call of Duty, right? Sure. And it doesn't matter what else is out there. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. And the same thing kind of happens with happens with movies. Where okay, the Marvel stuff is really popular, or the superhero thing is really popular, and and then prices start to go up. And so you're not going to take a risk on something that maybe you're not going to enjoy, even if the reviews say it's great. Because that's another thing, right? Is sometimes what the reviewer in the Chicago Tribune or something likes doesn't necessarily gel with your opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you have like so many examples, right? You have movies like, you know, the Adam Sandler movie, Grown Ups. That movie got shit on by the critics, right? Like, it's fucking terrible. It's not funny, yada, yada. Made enough money to get a sequel. And then, you know, then it makes a shitload of money and there's like three more Well, you can't, I don't think you can look to to criticism to tell you what's going to, to, I mean, they chose Transformers movies, always got panned and they made a fuck ton of money until they didn't. 
But I think but, we're but, doing another one. But I'm just saying, some, so sometimes too. it's just like, just like, hey, I like Adam Sandler. So just that it's an Adam Sandler movie is enough. Sure. And just that it's a Marvel movie is often enough. And maybe they're not like, you know, raking it in. Everything isn't going to be, you know, Avengers Infinity War or something. But they're making money on all this shit. Even crap like, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp or Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania or whatever the fuck. Like, no one, it's like Paul Rudd and, uh, what's her name, Evangeline Lilly or whatever. These are not movie stars. Kate. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> but they're not, these are not movie back. stars, right? Like, I like Paul Rudd. He's funny. I enjoy watching you him You don't think Paul Rudd is a movie star? I don't Ageless. think he's a movie <laughs> I'm gonna have to disagree. With I you disagree there. with you too. I think she isn't a movie star. Paul Rudd is a movie star. Yes, he is. Okay. Well, I got. I don't know. Fine. It's like, what are we gonna say about it? But no, <laughs> yeah. just, fight but me. To me, it's like <laughs> let's I go. Like, I like Paul Rudd and stuff. I think he's great in like a comedy movie or whatever, right? And that's kind of what the Ant Man movies really are. Sure. Um, but I just it's hard to believe we've gotten three. <laughs> but it, no, it is because they're all, you know, it's like, whatever. Okay. He gets big. He gets small. Okay. Whatever. Okay, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I got, I got the general conceit of the movie. Thank you. He goes into some tight space. Why here. don't you want Michael Pena to have work? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just, I'm not looking hard enough for the shit that I want, but I just, I remember it not all being just feeling like it's the same shit but, and, that, and that's constantly. what happens to me when i go on netflix or i go on prime video or whatever hbo max i start scrolling it's like these are they all like they're the box are you know not the box are but you know what i mean the the the, 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 the images thumbnail. yeah the thumbnail they all like every movie it's like you could take one look at them it's like oh here's your pervert teenage comedy here's your rom-com here's your action movie like and they're all the same movie and sometimes someone makes something to stick out right like sometimes you get a john wick one but then they fall into the mold and all of a sudden the next two movies are just like the same it's just like an action movie just a basic action movie nothing special Mm -hmm. you know I mean, you, I, you know, it'd be nice to get another Steven Seagal movie, Erica. Maybe he could bring his friendship of his medal of friendship or whatever with. Who Alex, did, was it the dollop you, that did the Steven Seagal? Yes. Which was like, wow, what a Titanic Alex, have you ever listened to the dollop? No. <laughs> you, it's a podcast. Go find it and listen to their Steven Seagal episodes. Uh, it's bonkers. Have you ever have you funny have you ever seen shit. the little videos of Steven Seagal like demonstrating martial arts and yes, he's doing like a hip toss and the guy's like leaping over his body and yep. we gotta keep him happy. <laughs> it's incredible. Hey, if you can find a grift, Erica. Grift. Oh, I I'm not gonna begrudge someone their their fleecing of idiots. Go now, for it. Listen, I I enjoyed Under Siege. Did we need Under Siege too? And I enjoyed what was the one? Um, it was actually a Kurt Russell movie. Seagal had some good, Executive like decision? that's right. Now, which was great because I I think Steven Seagal might have actually had top billing on that, but he bites it in that movie, like, doesn't he? In the first like fifteen minutes, Drew Mar- Drew Barrymore situation. I can't remember any names of any Seagal movies 
I mean, I remember seeing him in stuff that I enjoyed. Like, Seagal had some quality B-movie he's action nobody's movies. favorite action hero, though. Yeah, he's not... Yeah, look, he's not Van Damme. He's not Stallone. He's not Schwarzenegger or whatever. But he's fine. He's fine. a step down. Mm-hmm. And really, I think most people would probably view someone like a Van Damme as a step down from those other guys. I mean, he's probably really viewed as like a B-movie star. But Ain't nothing wrong with that. Enough. Well, we career. were talking about this recently. Like... You know, being a B movie star is still, still pretty a, damn you good. Can still make a good living. Bruce Campbell's doing all right. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's Bruce living the Campbell's life. Campbell's made a lovely life of being a B movie star. Because think about it, you can still go out in public. People are gonna know who you are, but you're not getting you're you're, you're getting assaulted. Yeah, depending you, on where you go. You're not like it's not like Brad Pitt. Like Brad Pitt can't go out in public. Right. He can't go anywhere. Anywhere he goes, twenty people are gonna know who he is. Right. But he could go to, to fucking China. No, in the middle matter. of goddamn nowhere, everyone would know who matter. it was. Um, oh, I'm just I'm looking through the Steven Seagal. All I, I it's like all I remember is just all I remember about Under Siege is from my childhood when the one woman pops out of the birthday cake. That's all I That's ever fair. remember about um, that movie. Tommy Lee Jones is in that joint. Uh, uh, Gary Busey's in that. Uh, There's a great We Hate movies on that one. Yeah, that th- it's it's not a good movie. Gary Busey is like such a good actor. <laughs> it's actually nuts because the guy's a psychopath. I mean, he's out of his fucking mind. But in well, everything since he's the in, accident, yeah, pre-accident he's stuff, in, he's great. He's great. <laughs> fucking shame. I mean, I'm looking through here. I've got Under Siege, Under Siege Two, and Executive Decision, and those are the only Seagal movies I think I. No, or have seen. Ooh, Navy Seals. Isn't that one? I don't see Navy Seals on this mm. list. Um, but it's it's very... You know what we should do, Erica? We should sit down and watch the Street Fighter, the actual movie, the Van Damme one. 1,000% yes. <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long, and I know it's awful. But Yo, there's but it's, so many. You know what's fun, funny bad, about man. that movie is it's actually to me it actually takes skill to make a movie that's terrible when you have so many good actors in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's it's actually impressive. But like you got Raul Julia having the time of his fucking life. The one woman, the Asian woman from Agents of Shield. Ming Na. Yeah, Ming Na. Thank you. From She's Agents doing of Shield great. Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Oh no! I you don't. That is not even a question. You let me know where and when, and I will watch that shitty movie with I just, you. I just have to acquire it, I guess. That is a jo- That's got to be streaming somewhere. I don't know. Do you do you know what Jean Claude Van Damme's full name is? No. Jean Claude Camille Francois Van Varenberg. That's a pretty sweet name. That's a name and a half. <laughs> you know, some people are just blessed. You know, the old you got the old uh, born with the golden spoon. That's the golden name. You, how do you not have success? Like how? Like think uh, of, he's sixty two. You know, wow. imagine coming up like you're in your prime in the eighty, like an eighties action star. Like that's Hard just target. Wasn't Kylie Minogue canny cammy? In yes. that movie? Yes, she was. Oh, that had to be awful. Because <laughs> I know she can't act. Here's the th- Just to pull it back, what I miss most is things getting a chance to breathe. And we've talked okay. about this before, too. Like, 
first seasons of stuff being like, well, you didn't watch enough in the first week, so now it's just gone. Sorry, I, I, no second season. We talked about this before, man. I hope with like The Last of Us being a huge success that maybe there's actually some pressure to have the next season of Halo not be terrible. No can do slurs. I have a solution. I have a sorry. I have a uh, sneaking suspicion it's still going to be awful. I did finally get to watch that first episode. Quite solid. Oh yeah, I thought okay. I haven't watched the rest of it yet, but um, I very I'm, much enjoyed I'm an what episode I saw. or two behind. I watched some of it, but uh, oh, but this is what I this is okay. So I've been obviously, if anyone's been listening to this podcast, I've been on an anime fucking binge lately. And but you know what I like about a lot of these animes is they're it's out of the box thinking, and it's you know simple frameworks right like if you look at spy family i mean it's not like this is that complicated of a premise here no it's a farce and but you build like interesting characters into it every story that has ever been told what is that there's a spy who's trying to prevent war breaking out between these two these two nations yeah that is a story that has been told ad nauseum forever okay how do we make it interesting you get the psychic little girl we get the uh, uh, girl, assassin the mom. Girl, yeah. <laughs> Make the little girl adorable as shit. Let's get the psychic dog up in this piece, and I'm sure there's more that I haven't even experienced. The yet. the 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 father is supposed to be the greatest spy in the world, but all these things are happening right under his nose that he's just like completely unaware of because he's secretly and doesn't even know it himself fallen in love with all these people, which but- is the best trope <laughs> yeah but he's so in his own mind that he doesn't even know exactly um but but it's, it's but it's it, but it's and it's we would never a show like spy family one they would never even try to make it live action like they would never even be created no. and two if they did it just wouldn't be the same they wouldn't do all the wacky faces it wouldn't work it just wouldn't work. Well, and there are certain things, a thousand percent, that it matters the media that they are. Why do you think that all of these these adaptations of like theatrical musicals, when you throw them up and try to make them a movie, they're dog shit? Yeah. And if you if you look at like you know at its core, Spy Family is a slice of life anime. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever actually happens. No, <laughs> like, but that's totally fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> And if it's like I love 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 is war and love is war when you get to eventually watch it, it's better than Spy Family and Spy Family is incredible. But it's Spy Family, love is war is essentially a rom com, but it's about these two people who are just terrorizing each other nonstop, and they're both in love. They both know it, but neither one wants to admit it, and it's just like. No, there would never be anything like this. Like, there would never be anything like this show on, like, ABC at 7 o'clock. No. They would nope. never make it. No. Well, and would they never make it because it wouldn't get the audience? I, I, yeah, and I don't think it would. It wouldn't. It's like people are so closed off to the idea of watching certain types of things. I can't even get my sister... To watch anything anime, she just refuses. Well, that just, that's a whole, I could have like a two-hour dissertation about how people just like, oh, well, it's animated, so it must be. Yeah, she just that's w- like a kid won't thing, even give it a chance. Right? Yeah. Or with anime, oh, that's just like a pervert thing, right? 
No, that's hentai. That's hentai. That's different. That's hen- That's a different thing. Well, <coughs> excuse me. I this, so what what I'm curious about with this is in, in the reasons people won't watch anime. It, you know, is it just that people? Is it that people don't want to give it a chance because they they see it and they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to have any interest in this. I don't want to." Or, or you know, do people make a this judgment of like, either I'm not going to have any interest in this and I don't want to, or I'm not going to have the time to get invested in it, so what's the point in me bothering to give it a try well, in the first place? Well, I would say with something like that, like the time thing, like a Dragon Ball Z, I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. Who has the time to sit down and watch 300 episodes of something? Mm-hmm. No one. I do think there is a bias, whether it's... Uh, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Whether you know you have it or not. Unconscious bias. Or against like one anime because i do think that there's a image of what it is in people's heads and it is basically dragon ball z because that's Mm -hmm. had a lot of crossover here and that's what people remember about it um and then i also think that there's a bias against animation that it's oh that's that's a kid's medium i i think those things are true um i when when i think about anime I mean, because you, you guys know I do enjoy anime. I don't eagerly seek it out the way you do, Alex. And, you know, when I do watch something new, it's because you've been pestering me relentlessly about it. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, well, and we talked about, we obviously, you know, we talked about for the show for like an, on the show for an hour or something. Another example is Kill la Kill. Kill la Kill would never be made no. in live action. Never. No, in, I... In a way, I mean that's that's kind of the inter- that's the kind of the interesting and the cool thing about anime is it is it is the vehicle to tell you know these kind of stories, bad shit stories, yeah, that you wouldn't get in a a, a Western audience one or a a different medium. And, yeah. I, and and sometimes that's all it comes down to, right, is what people have been conditioned to. And you have a ton of people, like, especially in your, like, 45 and older bracket who they're totally happy to sit down and watch, like, CSI, New York, Miami, Singapore, whatever the fuck, <laughs> right? And they'll they watch they an hour. Yeah, <laughs> they'll watch an hour Every week on a show where basically nothing ever happens, right? Like well, freak I of mean, the week, this person That's got another killed. one. I'm not going to begrudge people their, sure, their procedurals. Like, like what you like, but what I'm just saying is people have been conditioned to like that type of thing, right? Sure. And so... Because it's easy and you can browse on your phone while yeah, you're it, watching exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It's Bob's favorite type of show. Bob, what are you watching over there right now, huh? I should know better than when somebody sends me an Instagram link to click on it because it's almost always going to be a fucking video anymore. Sorry. We're pivoting to video and I want to kill myself. Well, what I think is so, what I think is kind of tough about it is there's also, 
I think time plays a much bigger role in it than bias necessarily. Um, what do you mean? Explain yourself, Bob. What I mean is to give something a chance, you have to devote time to it. You have to devote mental energy to it. Well, that's anything. Which means time is, but what he's saying is, which means time is, time is being taken away from something else. Oh, no, I understand that. Yeah. But something like CSI Singapore, <laughs> which I'm getting t-shirts made now. Um, you know, you know, you don't have to think about it. You know, it's just another procedural. You can flip it on. Even if you're watching it dutifully, you don't necessarily need to think about it. And, you know, a lot of people just need that mental break. Oh, and I, I mean, I fall into that as well. There's certain mm-hmm. stuff that we all we all well know that Erica will rewatch as like a comfort thing because it's just easy and I don't feel like doing something new. Mm-hmm. That's honestly part of why I like fanfic so much. I know these characters already. They read about these two fuckers I like fallen in love 50,000 times. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, you could take that time. You no, I could... could pick up a book. I could do literally anything else. No, I right. understand that. So, I, I mean, I, I just don't think it's fair to, like, characterize people as, you know, not willing to give things a chance when... Well, I don't know that I was doing that i'm just saying it kind of sounded that way i think that people just have these there are biases sure i here's the problem i have with that you don't think there's a bias against animation i think there are genuine biases out there and yeah i do think there are generally biases against animation especially in older populations absolutely don't get me wrong i think there are enough genuine and harmful biases out there that that exist and do deserve attention that when we're talking about stuff that doesn't pick up popularity if like is it i i want to look at i think Trying to attribute, not trying to attribute to it, but it's almost easy to throw it at bias. As this isn't popular because people think anime is weird. And I, and maybe that's true, but I think it's more, it's, I think there's a bigger component of it that people just aren't interested in it. But why? Because they have other interests. Fuck them. But Spy Family is popular, isn't it? Sure. It's extremely popular. In its, okay. in its sphere. Sure. In its sphere. Exactly. That's my point. It doesn't make Seinfeld numbers. Sure. What well, doesn't anymore? Nothing does. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, but I, 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 it's just... I'm not saying that bias is the only reason people aren't watching Spy Family. I'm just saying that there's a bias to animation out there that would preclude some people from even giving giving it a try. Well, it, it is interesting, right? Because 
we're talking about, oh, people have a lot of biases against anime, and they do, but anime also is weirdly more popular now than it's ever been before. Yeah. And there's a few reasons for that. One, you have easy access to things, which mm-hmm. that wasn't the case before. You know, like if you wanted to watch Dragon Ball Z when we were growing up, you better fucking watch it when it's on on oh, right. you're not gonna because be otherwise to you're fucked. Well, the other factor and with that, too, is you have people like us who are, you know, uh, adults now and have, you know, in theory, you may have a couple kids. The kids have seen what you're into. And, oh, mom and dad like this. Maybe we'll check it out. Let me watch it with them or whatever. So you may have actually grown up with it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it is more normalized than it was when I was growing well, up. Well, I, I just I just think a big part of it, right, is access. And what was yep. what had easy access when sure. our parents were growing up? It was sitting down in front of your TV at 8 p.m. at night and watching Seinfeld or watching The Simpsons or whatever, Well, right? and I'm not calling people bad for having a bias. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying I, I don't think... I don't think... And I'm not saying that, like, ooh, Thing wasn't popular. Ooh, it's because of... There's a bias against this. I'm just saying that there's a bias against animation. I think there's a bias against... I I think there is a general hesitation to give anything that you're not already... That's not already in your sphere or try. But I think they're not mutually exclusive. They're not. Here's the other thing that happens to anime. And this is not a problem that, uh, you know, whatever a Seinfeld has is if if Seinfeld, if they're shooting a scene back when they were making it right, Mm -hmm. you have the creators there on set. You have Larry David, you have Seinfeld, whoever wrote the episode, whatever. They're sitting there. They're telling you, hey, actually, we were going more for this here. Or this is like, why don't we try this? Let's shoot it this way. Mm-hmm. And they're doing, they're making that show on the spot. That's the show they want. When anime gets made, it's all being made by the Japanese creators first. So if you're watching, you know, and a lot of people are very against subtitles, right? And you're not, you're not the only one, Bob. Like we make fun of you, but you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. When you're oh, watching, I know as a subtitle when, watcher, we, we are when, probably when, in the minority. When, when, well, I don't know that we're in the minority when it comes to anime, but it's just my, what I'm kind of getting to is when you're watching the Japanese version with the Japanese audio with subtitles, you're kind of getting the original experience as, you know, assuming the subtitles are translated well mm-hmm. as those creators intended, as it was shot, as, sure. as the producers told the voice actors hey we're going for this here this is what this scene is about right Mm -hmm. whereas when now you do a dub it's people almost trying to interpret work or maybe not even interpret it but put their own spin on it Mm -hmm. right like if you watch the Dragon Ball Z dub, and I enjoy the Dragon Ball Z dub for what it is but it's not the same show as the Japanese audio version and so that's their interpretation of it so if if you know it's a weird thing about anime right is there's these it's the same show but there's really two different versions of it completely when it comes to something like dragon ball z or if you eventually watch love is war love is war the english dub is a totally different show i mean completely different Mm -hmm. and 
you know, you could look at that one of two ways, right? You could either be like, well, they're not doing a faithful recreation, which is what you would probably like a dub to be. Or you could say, well, they took a chance to do something different. Sure. And, you know, depending on how much you like it or don't like it, you may see it differently. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it, it is a weird thing, though, in anime that there's essentially two versions of every single anime. Right. And the version we would watch with English audio is not the original version. It's kind of like when, you know, I imagine it would be like if people are watching episodes of Friends in fucking Turkey with a Turkish dub, whatever. I don't know. What do they speak in Turkey? Turkish? I don't know. In Arabic? Arabic? Okay. Thank you. I'm an idiot. It's I don't too, know. Oh, I have, no, I have no fucking idea. I don't know. But whatever, whatever it is, though. They're again, they're getting an interpretation of the show, maybe changed or edited sure. for the loca- for the oh, localization. Yeah. Right. Um so that's kind of like the equivalent. And who knows, maybe a show like that isn't as popular over in another country because of that reason. I don't know. It's Turkish. Okay. Is the so primary language there there are Arabic is in there, but Turkish is the, the predominant. Okay, well, and that's not even calling into like certain cultural things, right. like you know that differ from like the states to Turkey to Japan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, anime has anime is a tough sell in the U.S. and that it's it's picked up as much steam as it has is actually kind of incredible. Well, and I, again, I think it's because you have. Go and turn on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, Netflix is loaded with anime. And if you, you know, Crunchyroll is a service just dedicated to anime. And mm-hmm. these are, you know, Crunchyroll's doing very well, it seems, from everything I understand. And that's just something we didn't have 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you know. And it's wild to think, and I understand, you know, Sony owns Crunchyroll. It's their thing. But it is crazy to think they're putting the button on the remote of their TVs. I that mean, is, that, that's that shows bonkers. you how hard, they, how much they're behind it. But, I mean, it that's, was... Because that's limited space. It yeah. was, like, our generation and the generation before us that would go and, like, hunt down the stuff and, like... Yeah. Oh, no, there's, there's a market for this. That's why you have manga in, like, Barnes & Noble now. Yeah. I think one of the other things that's interesting about anime in general, especially, you know, older anime, and you go back to um, Akira, uh, which I only just, I only saw in like the last couple of years. Maybe. Was that before Izzy was born? Maybe just before when Izzy was born. Or maybe like right after she came home? Yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, you know, how how much of uh, Japanese media, you know, deals with nuclear stuff. And well, when you're the rightfully culture, so. Right. You know, and I'm not, not going to begrudge them for doing that, you know, and, but it, a lot of it is extremely thought-provoking and very interesting. That is just something that a lot of people don't want to see in their media you know at least not on the regular and so that's 
you know, which ties back to like the, you know, what, how do, what are the, what are the cultural differences and what, you know, right. what the different markets want to see. Can I throw something in there real quick? Yeah. I had a friend try and tell me that the Akira slide like wasn't a thing. And I was like, what? Are, what? What are you fucking? Any any time you see a motorcycle do that slideway side. Akira slide. That's, that's an Akira from slide. Akira. That's yes. just from They've, Akira. That's pulled that's straight a from thing. it. That's not. We're not making the shit up. I think I referenced because they do it in Nope, that uh, the latest Jordan Peele movie mm-hmm. from last year, and he talked about it. He's like, I got to do the slide. It was fucking rad. Who, was it you or was it somewhere else? Someone told me like I guess. Uh, I know Michael B. Jordan has talked about how he's a huge fan of like anime and Dragon Ball and stuff. And if there was ever like a Dragon Ball live action movie, desperately wants to play Vegeta. But, um, you know, I guess he said like this new this Creed three movie is very much like the fight scenes are very much like anime influenced. So I don't know know what exactly that means, but (laughs) well, during each match, they actually just. Uh, they stand there for several minutes screaming at each other powering up. Yeah. It's awesome. That does sound awesome. It, goes, <laughs> it does sound It goes animated for a while. If I was watching Creed and all of a sudden like a golden aura appeared upo- around him, I'd be like sitting now forward you in your pop- chair you like well okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but and that is one of the cool things about anime is there's just there's no limitations, right? Yeah. There's the only limitation is, I guess, your imagination and how much time you have to draw. Well, and that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about animation is there really isn't any limitation. You can literally do anything. Well, and that's that's like um, I, I told you I watched that new Mobile Suit Gundam show, The Witch from Mercury. And there are certain scenes in that show where you can tell it's like here is where the budget went. You know, you oh, could look, tell more you frames. Could, you could see the resolution gets turned up, the detail level gets turned up, and you can just see like how much time was spent to animate like three minutes of TV. <laughs> like, and I'm sure it was like months, you know, because oh, they've no talked about that. I've, I've, I've heard like you know anime producers talk about this, like you know movies when they spend a lot of time on them, when like a your name type movie takes years and years to make because the detail work takes forever i don't even know how we got here from where because like it was a vague fucking notion of what i I was like throwing out there well i no i i I see how we got here and and i think you i think it ultimately was was kind of a uh, a nice little jaunt across the medium of visual storytelling. Um, and I think, it, 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 you know, I think this, the summary is just in general that we would, I, I think we all agree that we would like to see more unique stuff coming out of U.S. media. Um be it new um, uh, IPs um, or at least somewhat original takes of what's of uh, existing IPs, um, maybe break 
from the mold a little bit, get away from the cinematic universes. Well, I mean, and everything comes in cycles, right? And it is all based on what's selling. Mm-hmm. I did see somebody pointed out the other day that uh, Into the Spider-Verse, they learned the wrong lessons from, because it's, it's just a good movie. I don't know if you've watched that yet. Not yet. And they were like, they were like, oh, multiverses. That's what people like, right? That's why that movie did well. So it's the multiverses now. Everything's a multiverse. It's like, but that's not why that movie was good. Like, the movie was a good movie. <laughs> like, because they... Okay. So. But you're right about that. The wrong lesson's always being taken from things. Well, it's like See, I saw the other day, too. They're like, oh, we're going to make more Lord of the Rings movies. And it's like, why? God. Why? See, I guess that's th- that statement in and of itself, I... I What did you say again, Alex? Repeat that. Well, he was, he was unhappy that I said that the wrong lessons were always taken from everything. Th- that's the statement that that bothers me because. Well, the lessons the lessons are and I know what you're about to say. The lessons are this is what made money and we like making money. Right. So the right lesson was learned in the sense that we're making shitloads of money. Yeah, because. I, 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 I would rephrase. I would rephrase that statement. They didn't take the lessons that we wish they would have taken. They took only the money lesson. Well, and I I think that's what we also have to say when it comes to movies or TV shows or whatever, is that's the reason you get all the stuff that's very samey and very cookie cutter is because the executives or whoever's in charge of getting things through, they know what works. And they know what works because they've conditioned people for what works. Sure. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, there's writers sending in scripts that are very different, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe original concepts oh, that haven't have really I been tried. You? Like, I just, I finished a book in the last, like, couple months, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, let me send it to some literary agents. Let's see. I already got my first rejection. Outstanding. I'm a real writer now. <laughs> it's It's not a matter of if it's good or not. It's what can we sell at the time. Yeah. You could send in the greatest book that's ever been fucking written and they could be like, this was amazing. It was life changing. I can't sell this. So, yeah. Sorry. I I think it, it, it's interesting that that good movies and good TV shows that are that are critically good get made at all. Is is what's amazing to me. You know, you're you're into the spider verses, um, everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Fucking Mad Max Fury Road. Like there are there's great stuff that still gets made in this system. It just seems kind of in spite of it though. It is. It absolutely is. You know, you go back to that Michael uh, Eisner quote, we're in business to make money. Not make it, art. Not no. make, you know, if if we do if our we job happen well, to, yeah, hey, great, you know, hey, great, great, but and that's all. And that's all. Anything is. I mean, I don't go to work to make. You know, my goal in life is not to make the best programs of all time. If I did that, I would never finish a project on time and on budget. We wouldn't have insurance. We couldn't provide for our family. I have to take, you know. I'm not saying everything has to be the best that it's like. Everything that you ever see has to be the best. 
No, but I mean, it, it doesn't. That's e- ludicrous to to expect that. No, it it, it I'm, I'm just saying, in spite of, in spite of the real goal, which is human survival, we still manage to do great things. No, I think there's there are people within the system too that it's not just a matter of. Yeah, obviously, like, uh, they are allowing me to make this movie. Clearly, they think they're going to make some money off of it. Uh, do I think George Miller was thinking of that when he was making Fury Road? Or all of the other folks involved were thinking of that? Maybe in the back of their head, but I think it was more, let's make the best movie we can. Now, does everybody think that way? Did they think that way? I have no fucking idea. I know everybody doesn't think that way. Michael Bay exists. <clears throat> But even Michael Bay, I think, like, I think he comes to it saying, I, you know, we're coming out to make, I'm I'm going to make a movie that people are going to have fun watching. And that's his goal. Because if people don't have fun watching, and, and, and that's what's going to put butts in seats. I mean, I had a lot of fun watching that fifth one. Yeah, he's not yeah. trying to make Raging Bull or no, something. No, no. Yeah. And he's not setting out to make that. He doesn't try. He's not. He doesn't think he's making that. Right. So, I... I, I we're doing I, the thing where we all kind of agree, but it, we're talking kind of hostily. Yeah, that's how we talk. I know. It's that's just kind of how it goes, the and then it just goes in like a circle. Yeah. And it's just kind of the swirling vortex of whatever the, the, f- well, whatever the fuck have, this podcast do you have is. Any, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about, Erica? No, do you have something or are you done? I know Bob needs to run. So that's why there's no, been some. I don't. No? No. Did you run today? No. Okay. I'm not run streaking, so. Oh, are you okay? No. Are you I just assumed okay? you were running later. I can have days off again. <laughs> okay. Wow. We'll only run five days a week now. When you if if tonight you get to the episode with uh, your learning how to cook, call Bob and have him watch that. It's incredible. I would imagine Bob is probably uh, about to pass out. Well, I don't know actually. He's not running, so my my whole equilibrium is all thrown oh, off. You're all fucked up. I'm all balled up now. Balled up. That's an Ericaism. Did you see that um, in Florida? Um, they're trying to pass a bill that would require bloggers. Who write about the governor to register with the state, and uh, I did see this, and and have to file monthly reports. Are you are you enjoying all the uh, on on a similar the on a swift similar crash level? into fascism? Yeah, Alex, I'm having a blast. Are you do, are you enjoying this whole Fox News v Dominion lawsuit where, uh, like, what's his name? Uh, Oh my God! What, who owns Fox News? Rupert Murdoch. There you go. Thank you. And basically admitted under oath that just the whole thing's a sham, and we just lie relentlessly, and we knew all the election fraud stuff was complete horseshit. But that, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know that already. <laughs> yeah, it's but, the rubes but, that watch your garbage that don't realize that it, it's all a lie, and that's the problem, motherfuck. Well, this was the funny thing, and and they were so obvious about it, but yet. All the bullshit still works where right in the middle of COVID when the vaccines came out and they're on the they're on the air going, the vaccines are bullshit. They shouldn't be forced upon Getting you. Shot in they're the dangerous. They're, they're, but at the same time, every single fucking person who works in the building at Fox News must be vaccinated to come to work. Yeah. 
It's like they're fucking lying hypocrites. <laughs> yep. This is not news. What I loved the most out of all of it was watch reading this exchange between Tucker Carlson and his producer. And Tucker Carlson was so mad because he was going to have to go off the deep end to retain his viewership um, because he, he he had cultivated this whole big thing. And now we got to go loony because we're going to lose them to OAN. And You were always loony, baby. It's like... Come on, Tuck. You were always a douchebag, babe. Well, th- this is what I've always been saying about... And, and look, there are the left-wing equivalents. I don't really know who they are because I just don't think they get as popular. But I don't think there's anything like... A Tucker Carlson or a Ben Shapiro or a, or a Jordan Peterson. Yeah. But it's like... These people, they all know what they're doing. And the core of their audience are idiots who are being scammed. Mm-hmm. And that's just the unfortunate part is for some reason you have an incredible amount of people who like literally Tucker Carlson could walk up to them and be like, I think you're a fucking moron and I'm just hoping you keep watching so I can make money off of you. And they would still tune in and watch that night. And I think if you weren't hurting people. I, I would probably still have a problem with it, but you're you're actively well, you're hurting people. It's not like um, it's not like they're doing the news report on Saturday Night Live, right? Where right. it's like, okay, this is entertainment. This is a joke. No, you're presenting this scaremongering. You're, pre- you're presenting it as real news, and this 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 fearmongering and this hatred as like fact. And there's rubes out there who believe you, who then, you know, perpetuate acts well, of violence against the people that you're talking your fine line of smack this, about. This is the, the what is so nefarious about Fox News and why they're going to get away with it. We'll see if they get away with this Dominion thing. Well, that, yeah, that'll be interesting. But so there... Uh, they're generally Fox News more than any of the other networks has done such a uh an unbelievable job of making the news not news it's all um opinion it's all opinion well and that's how you know I'm we're sitting there shitting on Fox News Oh, let's That's not how act like CNN MSNBC is. This CNN. is how MSNBC yeah. are. They're all the same. It's just different sides of the same coin. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've never watched. I will also say though, CNN isn't reporting on how ooh, the transgenders are coming for your 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 daughters and invading yeah. women's spaces and are going to ruin sure. everything. No, I I agree with you that they're not doing all this hate mongering but they're still effectively the oh, because same all program it is, is about it's the same program with different content all it is about is viewership and advertising yes. and money that's all that it is about yeah. but i hesitate to say both sides are the same because one is actively actively cultivating violence and hatred and, and getting people killed while the other side 
while far from perfect, is not doing that. Yes, no, I, I agree with that. But I'm just saying they're all pl- reading out of the same playbook. They're just not... It's like it's hard to explain. No, no, I know they're, exactly what you're saying. It's a, it's It's a challenging problem to solve, too, outside of the lack of political will. Even if there's political will to do it, the challenge in solving the problem is that how how can you how can you come up with legislation that would effectively rein in what a news site can say and hold them accountable without violating the first amendment well you really can't but there was i don't know if it was the fcc this is like going back to when erica was in college and god knows i don't remember much of that but there was a a a rule in place that said you had to present both sides and i'm over equal airtime thing they got rid of that, and that kind of paved the way for what Fox News became. Mm-hmm. So if you had something where you had to be showing, okay, here's the... If you give a Republican senator 15 minutes on TV, you have to give a Democratic senator 15 minutes but on wait, TV. But wouldn't the equal rule time only apply to elections and election ads? No, I don't no. think so. Again, it's been a long time, but I remember it was something like that that ended up paving the way for what we have now. Yeah. Because I don't think, I think you're too far gone. No one can agree on what the truth is anymore. Simple statements of facts. I, as a liberal, or whatever the fuck you want to call me, could go up to a right-wing person and tell them, I, as a liberal, believe that the sky is blue. And they would disagree with me on the basis that I'm on the other team. Grass is green. No, it's not. There's no... We can't agree on a basic set of facts. Well, yeah. I mean, what I always try to tell people is you got to understand, like, the Republicans and the Democrats, or they really are two sides of the same coin. I mean, they're... It's like the Democrats are... They're always being painted as the crazy liberals, but they're actually extremely moderate and often right-leaning. The Republicans have just moved so far right that they're now off in not all of them. Right. I mean, we're talking about the loud ones that are so far out in crazy town. The quiet ones, I, I think, are worse because you're not doing anything to rein this in. Well, sure. And that's true. But what I'm saying is when it comes to a lot of things, they are in total agreement. Right. It's like stuff like. You might get some lip service and you might have people who actually do want things to happen like your Bernie Sanders who really does. I mean, he's not a Democrat, but he really does. He want, does actually like, seem to care. He, he does want things like universal health care. Mm-hmm. Right. Or he wants to raise the minimum wage or other whatever else he wants to do. Sure. Right. I don't need to sit here and, you know, give his whole platform. But I mean, you have people who actually do want to do things, but that's also not like. Within the Democratic Party, there is no push to do universal health care. That is not a, even if it's actually a bipartisan issue in the general public. Oh, they're not interested in it. The politicians are not going to do that. They have no interest in doing that. And 
it never gets talked about because there's not there's not any support within Congress. Now, if we're talking about, you know, spending money to build bombs to go blow up some brown people, goddamn, we can get oh, behind that. We got that. money for that. That we always got money every year to fucking spend as much as we possibly can on the military budget, and that's every year they line up. Boom, who who can who can we? That's like when we get into the who could say they want to spend more money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's why they've been. And look, I agree with them on this, but that's why it's been really. They like to talk shit and still throw the mud all over the place, but. Really, they all want to do the Ukraine stuff, right? They want to keep sending them money and sending them shit to use and everything. Well, because you need to take down Putin. Right, because right. we're making Putin look awful and we're using up exactly zero American lives to do it. It's right. the perfect war for us. Mm-hmm. We just get to spend a bunch of money, which is funny money anyway. Like, it's just no one actually really cares about any of this money which is all the funny you know that's the funny thing when you start talking about like the the debt ceiling and uh oh no yeah you know, well because well i mean if how we much wanna, how much money the democrats or the republicans if we want to actually yada, improve yada. you know like lives here then we, then we take yeah. issue but we could spend billions of dollars to go you know send tanks and bombs and whatever over you know to go fuck up mili- you know Russia's military and and I agree with it. I mean I agree that they should be doing it. They should be sending that stuff over because we're demolishing their conventional military at basically no cost to us. But that is funny though that they always line up to do stuff like that, but then it's like, "Hey, how about we um do universal health care?" <laughs> no. No, we don't have the money for that. No. That money does not exist. Where's it going to come un-American. from? It's is what it is, Alex. Yeah. That's just going to cause our healthcare system to become terrible. It'll become clogged up with tons of people. Mm. People will be going to the hospital for fucking everything. Bob, Bob will get a little goddamn sneeze. He'll be at the fucking <laughs> ER. Tying it back. <laughs> I did, one of my favorite things, and then I've got one last topic for us to discuss. Is was during the Trump presidency. At some point, I remember someone say. He he said like he said Australia has the best health care of everyone. It's like isn't that a universal health care system? And oh we can't talk about that. If I am misstating that I apologize, but I don't think I am. Last thing because we are at, the, we've hit the three hour mark. Excellent. Um, I know my ass is falling asleep. So yeah, I had to put like, wow. <laughs> you've got a comfy seat over there. What are you bitching about? Yeah, this is my seat for about three hours every two weeks. <laughs> uh, if you if you want a comfy seat, Bob, why don't you buy one? Tax money. There we go. Thanks, man. No, I gotta buy. I mean, a really, I could just like adjust and sit over there, but that'd be too much effort. Yeah, I mean, I'd you, rather bitch. Yeah, it's I in mean, my nature. It's, bitching's fun. I enjoy bitching very much. So, speaking of bitching, that's this whole fucking podcast is me complaining about things. Yeah, that's what people Alex, tune in for. Alex, about two hey, days. Speaking of bitching, two days ago, ice. No ice. Hmm. Two days ago. I was looking at the weather forecast. Oh, boy. You know what the weather forecast said two days ago, Alex? Snowmageddon. Saying we were going to get eight and a quarter 
uh, inches of wintry mix. And then like a day later, it's like two inches. <laughs> and then today, zero. <laughs> yeah. It was really quite comical. The, the forecasting of like stuff that's, stuff that's supposed to happen a week out is the biggest bunch of horse shit that there could possibly exist in the world. Well, Look. this is the other thing. It ties into everything. We were talking about this earlier. Because the Weather Channel wants you watching the Weather Channel. They want you on the app. Oh, is this all doom and gloom? No, it's just all money. We need the views. No, but I mean, I'm saying like on the Weather Channel, is it always like, oh my God, this area is about to get hit. You're I mean, I am destroyed. not 70,000 years old, so I'm not a thousand percent sure. I don't watch the Weather Channel. I usually ask Bob what the weather is supposed to be. He had a really good app that he really liked, but uh, Apple ate it. So, yeah. So now I'm. They said they they ingested the the things I liked about that app into the Apple Weather app, and I it's just I don't like it as much, Alex, and it annoys me. And I just want the old app back. I do know that my parents will sit and watch the Weather Channel if they know that like if they've heard something is coming. They're also old, though, so it might be an old person thing. Oh, there's what? a lot of old person things. No, that's what I'm saying, though. So it's like, ooh, there's going to be a big snow event. Well, we got to keep it on the Weather Channel. we got to see what's going to happen. I must be the only one who just doesn't care. It's like, I mean, look, if there's, like, going to be two feet of snow, obviously I want to know that so I can, like, we got to go provision like, up. Have some things. But if it's, like, five inches of snow, I don't even care. Well, I mean, isn't... Honestly, isn't the better course of action just to have a like a, a a five or three day supply of things you might need during On a big storm at any time? I mean, I'm talking about nonsense shit like snacks, well, soda, yeah. yeah, exactly, and edibles. You know, <laughs> yeah, but but that's the thing. It's like what's so I. I probably look at the weather um, pretty frequently. Pretty frequently. And it's usually to figure out what am I running in? Do you do you run? No. Okay. No. Occasionally. All right. You okay. dabble. I dabble. You dabble here and there. Um yeah, and it's really just I need to know three things. Um is it sunny or cloudy? What's the temperature? And who I have rain. And from there, like, I know what to wear and I'm good. But it is, it, 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 it does get annoying when, like, even yesterday, like, early yesterday, they were still calling for four inches. Like, school's closed today. And I do know that they got snow south, you know, and things, it turned. And you can't expect the weather to be there, It's not going to be 100% all of the time, but I would rather it not be like this. Uh, not not you know, words. if you want to talk about Americans turning into a bunch of weak-minded people, let me give you Exhibit A. Lay it on me. In Kentucky today, you know it was projected that there would rain five inches so they canceled school because for of rain? rain for rain erica let me tell you something i don't know about now but when we were growing up god damn 
it better be negative 20 before school is even considered to be canceled. Or you needed, like, feet of snow. We're not canceling for any goddamn rain. It better be a fucking hurricane. And there's not, there's no canceling for snow. It's got to be two feet of snow on the ground minimum, and then maybe, maybe, depending on how the snow plows are doing. And then you had to sit there and watch, like, WGN in the morning and see if your school... Like, oh, the scroll? Like, yeah. There was, like, a hotline Hoping against into. hope. Dude, I can't even remember school when I was in, like, whatever, you know, K through 12, right? School maybe got canceled, like, five times total ever. Now, they're canceling school for fucking everything. Oh, you know, it's a little cloudy. School's canceled. This is why we're such a weak-minded culture. Well, and what's Old funny... man yells at clouds. What's <laughs> funny about it, too, is there... It definitely seems like they're canceling school more frequently. And the population is more dependent on kids going to school than it was 20 years ago. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. I'm just... I'm so sorry. I forgot. Erica. Yes. Now, everything Izzy gets at school, she brings home, she gives it to Bob, he gets sick. Yes. What's next? Because I feel like Bob's just getting everything. Bubonic plague. Oh. That's fun. You didn't listen to that dollop. I haven't yet, no. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it hasn't been... I thought it was going to be a little more gnarly than it's turned out to be. I mean, RSV was not fun, but... <laughs> well... Because I tend to get, I'll get something, but then I'm done with it in a few days. See, the thing is, you two aren't pieces of shit. So if your daughter gets sick, you keep her home. In general, I try to. If other people, their kid gets sick, and you know, I understand some people, like, they have no choice. They got to go to work. It is what it is, right? I'm not really passing judgment on people. But... Some people do have the option, and they're just like, ah, you know, you just hacked up a lung. Get on the bus, kid. Well, and <laughs> you know? where Izzy goes to school, they have a lot of kids who are not not compromised, but have illnesses and shit. So they're like, she was kind of a coffin hard one day. They called me, and she was like, yeah, you got to come pick her up. Which is the way it should be. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it's the same with like, ooh, you've got to cough. I'm going to go into work anyway and get the whole office sick. Like, just stay home. Take a sick day. I always noticed it was, um, you know who couldn't give less of a shit was the school nurses. Like, you'd go into the nurse's office and you'd be like, oh, I'm feeling sick. I went to Catholic school. We didn't have a school nurse. <laughs> the, the school nurse... <laughs> The school nurse, I don't know if you ever experienced this, Bob. The school nurse could not give a fuck. They'd be like, you'd be like, oh, I'm feeling sick. They'd be like, oh, you want to go home? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll call your parents. Yeah, like, they couldn't They couldn't give a fuck. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, I, they're I, naked like pennies. <laughs> right. They don't give any kind <laughs> of a shit about you. I mean, that, that's a, like, and that's a real problem right now because, uh, I, well, and I think I think the issue with school nurses is that what by the time they get to you, school nurses ninety nine percent of the time know you've got a cold or you've got a flu and you just need to go home. Like they probably shouldn't have come in to begin with. Right. It's it's not like uh they're not there to treat you. They're there to get you the fuck out the door. Yeah. And I'm here to make a phone call. <laughs> and they're there. What they're really there for. 
more than anything are for the students with medical conditions who they have a you know they have a file on and they know how to treat them if something comes up sure so they're not gonna dilly dally with sally who has a cold and just needs to go home fuck sally yeah so so yeah that school nurse treated you like the little punk you were alex and you deserve it me sure i just told you i never Mm. got to leave or go home or Mm. go to no because they knew you were lying did you ever have the situation (laughs) i don't know that this ever did actually happen to me where you call you'd be like i'm sick can you come get me and they were like Nah, you gotta stay. <laughs> um, I don't know if I ever really tried. The one that always sticks out to me, and I think I've told this story before on the podcast, was, um, I mean, we've done five trillion episodes, so I'm sure I have. All stories have been told. The one I always remember is when I was young, I had been playing, like, Little League Baseball or something, and there was some, like, little hole in the middle of the outfield that I just so happened to step into, and I, uh, like, you know, like, we're talking tiny. You can't yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twisted and, your ankle. Um, no, I, well, I did worse than that. That's when I, like, ripped a tendon in my leg. Ooh. And um, in my ankle, like, in my ankle or something. Yeah, you're fine. Walk and, uh, you know, and I didn't know, right? Because at the time, you're just the adrenaline pumps. Sure. You don't know what happened. And uh, it's like, oh, you know, I'm limping a little bit, but I'm okay. And then that night, it's like, holy shit, like, I'm in really bad pain and i ended up having to go to the er and you get the cast or whatever and it's like whatever i did i can't remember what happened it's been so long now but um i can barely remember what i had for lunch today but the point is my one of my all-time memories i'll never forget this is i'm sitting there i'm crying into a pillow and you know me erica i'm not you're not a crash no i'm crying into the pillow no i'll cry for like the right music and like a show, but pain has to well, be. Because Hans very... is always going to get you. Hans yeah. comes oh, Hans. for us all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but from, from like a pain standpoint, I have a pretty high tolerance. And uh, this was bad. And I was like crying into a pillow. And I hear my mom go, you're still going to school tomorrow. <laughs> I need my alone time. And, uh, Can't have you me... fucking kids and, in the and, house. And let me tell you something. I did not go to school tomorrow. <laughs> that was that was one of the rare times. I probably went like a day later, but that was one of the rare times where it was like, okay, you're legitimately hurt. <laughs> I you remember excuse on having a, a stomach ache one time and be getting the walk it off. You're fine. Get to school, horf all over the hallway, and it was just like, can I can I please fucking go home? <laughs> like, all right, fine. I guess you puked, so I guess you're sick. That qualifies. But then I had a friend who was like, she could be like, oh, you know, I really just don't feel like going into school today. And her parent, her mom would be like, okay, yeah, you can take a day. You mental health day? That was my sister. Anything, any, any reason didn't have to go into school. Did you and your sister have potentially different experiences growing up? I don't know. That doesn't sound accurate. And how you were treated? I don't think Mm. that sounds accurate. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Something to think about. I had, I, I didn't, I don't remember getting sick very often growing up. Um, and I didn't miss a ton of school. Um, but you know, I did periodically. I, I did remember like 
in high school once, or maybe it was mid, or junior high. Um, I so we where we lived in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Um, we had probably about a quarter of a mile walk to where the bus picked us up, and. Oh, I would have bitched about that so much. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there were people in the neighborhood, like their parents would drop them off, like drive the van down. And mom never did that. So we we always had to get up and get. And if you if you didn't get to the to the bus in time, you know, basically mom had to drive you in, which was, was a problem. So there was one day. I missed and in a combination of just not wanting to go to school that day and not wanting to deal with mom's wrath, I just hid in the house. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it the actually, school not call asking where you were? I mean, they might have called the house, but... If no one was home, I guess that's fair. Yeah. My favorite thing like that was there was this, uh, my uh, dad was a firefighter, so he worked 24-hour shift every third day. So he'd work some holidays. There was one um, Easter where it fell. He was working and daylight savings was happening. And uh, my mom likes to sleep late sometimes. So I w- I'm sitting there and I'm like, Okay, the clocks haven't changed. She's still going to think it's this time. She's going to think it's 11. Mass is at noon. <laughs> so if we just stay quiet and we let her sleep, she's going to wake up and be like, Oh, I say we could be like, oh, spring ahead. Guess we missed. Can't go to church. And you know it worked what I, and it was the greatest day of my young life. You know what I always remember? I remember in high school, our gym was right by like the back entrance to the parking lot. And this was when I was driving my own car, car to school. And the way my schedule worked out is gym was my second to last class. And my last class was study hall. And ah. I contend this was the perfect class schedule. Because gym, when it's like in the middle of the day, the fucking worst because you just like you either have to take a shower at school or you, stink. or you stink all fucking day Jim, you always want Jim to be at the end of the school day so Jim would be second to last and you know i just realized like it's like why do i have to go to study hall i have my own car i don't have to wait for the bus fuck this i'll just leave so i leave and i leave and i leave and they start getting on me it's like oh you can't the school it's like the teacher's like you can't just leave you have to stay I'm like, okay and i just kept leaving <laughs> and then eventually i get called into like the vice principal's office and they're like you can't leave you have to stay for study hall i'm like why and they and this was when you know like you can you know bob i have like virtually no filter and this was like little alex who had you know how children are. <laughs> the no worst. filter. Right, exactly. No filter. Explain this to me. And I would just, and, and I, I don't remember the exact conversation, but it was like, he was like, well, you have to, you have to go to study hall. You have to. It's like, there's going to be punishments if you don't. I'm like, what's going to happen? It was like, you know, a lot of like, you know, like, like there was like no like real punishment that was going to come down. They weren't actually going to do anything. And I was like, well, okay. And I just left and I kept leaving every day for after gym and, 
nothing ever happened. <laughs> like, I mean, there you go. Yeah, I mean, like, what do you got? You got nothing? Okay. Like, are you see guys, you tomorrow? Are you guys gonna call the truant police on me for study hall? You know. I think if your skin color was different, they probably would have. Probably, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, but then, no, see, I think they wouldn't have given a two shits then in that situation. I, don't I think bet. I, I don't I, even you think they get called I, into the office in that situation. You know what? You know what I bet the the situation was? I bet it's an insurance thing. Probably. And the the but they didn't have like an official policy on how to handle what you were going through, what you were doing. So what you were going through, what I you were doing. I don't <laughs> listen. I corrected myself. I corrected myself. <laughs> oh, the, the mortifying ordeal of skipping study hall so you can go home early every day. How? But, how? How? But by by like giving you a hard time about it, they're like covering their bases a little bit at least. I, I, that would be my guess. I think it's just like the vice principal's board and you yell at kids because that's the only joy of your job. I Probably. mean, that could be too, for sure. Because what is the point of you? Well, what does the vice principal do? They have to step in in case the, the principal is gunned down. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. Oh, gun violence is a very real issue in this country. You just have to laugh. Remember when we used to do tornado drills? I don't know if you did, Bob. I we use I know Erica and I had to do tornado drills. Now it's the um it's the what if a guy comes in with a gun drill. Oh, there might be someone here to murder us all drills. Yeah. You're 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 a good, you know, few years away from your daughter having to go through those drills. Oh That's yeah, I'm I'm really fun. looking forward to my bu- my daughter being traumatized on a quarterly <laughs> basis. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun for everyone. Active shooter drills. Yep. USA USA, USA. Did you have you guys didn't do tornado drills? Did you? I don't think we did tornado drills. No, I do like the tornado drills. We're always just like, okay, everyone go and like sit go in the hallway. Sit in the hall on so the first floor. We can just like all die together. It'll be like, fine. <laughs> we talked about that last time. That your corpse won't be uh, riddled with shrapnel from the windows. That's just be flung into a far field. You're right. Just like everything, I think we've talked about that about 45 times. Yeah, we listened to our uh, last episode this morning, and we did. Oh, Bob the dog. You done? I think he's done. He's done. All right. It was a good one. We had some good talks. Thanks for being here in Bob the dog's home. And hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>